Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. An all-new edition of Craft Brood Sports starting up in just a minute here. This week, uh, the Batman trailer came out with Robert Pattinson uh, as Batman. I'm really stoked for it. So this week, we're going to be rating our beers on the Batman scale. We're going to go from Clooney all the way to Bale. Uh, So, Scott, why don't you start us off? What are you drinking this week? And rate your beer on the Batman scale. Well, I am drinking chocolate cinnamon roll from Braxton Brewing, brewed uh, locally here, well, kind of, sort of locally, with uh, Kentucky and Northern Kentucky. It's uh, 8% Imperial Brown Ale with cacao nibs <laughs> and some uh, cinnamon rolled into it. And if we're putting Christian Bale at the top of the Batman scale, then I am I'm, I'm swinging for the fences here. This is definitely Michael Keaton's Batman, which I'd put just a notch below the top of the scale. Ooh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Drew, what do you got in your uh, dugout mugs this week? Uh, this week I'm going with abuse of stouts um, from Dubco Brewing, I mm, believe it is. Destination um, unknown. Destination unknown beer company. Ah, that see that makes so much more sense than Dubco. Um, <laughs> what about I'm Dub looking Step forward brewing? to it though. Oh, I love me some dubstep. I tell you what, but of course you do. yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm excited. Smells delicious. Smells chocolatey. Smells thick. And honestly, as uh, Sherm pointed out today, it's never too hot for a stout. That's damn right, man. It's always stout season. Uh, on the Batman scale, where's that initial sip falling for you? On the Batman scale, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Michael Keaton. Uh, it's it's okay. It's good. I think um, I got okay. a little bit too much Michael mix Keaton in my mouth. The now. definitive Batman until recently, man. Uh, well, no, there's there's still some ways to go above Michael Keaton. No offense, but let's, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll get into that later. We will talk we about will. that later. Uh, this week, I am drinking Sad Panda Coffee Stout from Horse and Dragon Brewing. This one's a six point eight percent. I'm the the baby of the group this week with the mini ABV at only six point eight percent. But we're all going stouts. It's it's stout season here on the show. It's always stout season, baby. It is always stout season. This one is so much coffee flavor. It is delicious. This is borderline bail. I'm gonna have to go right with you on uh, on that, Scott. I'm gonna say Keaton. Like it's Ooh, yeah. it, it may tip its way into bail territory here by the end of the night. Uh, let us know below what you guys are drinking and rate it on the Batman scale. All new craft room sports starting up right now. It 
It is Wednesday night, and that means it is time to crack a brew and hang out with us. This is Craft Brewed Sports, home of the drunkest sports takes on the internet. I am Mike. Hanging out with me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? Feeling good. Feeling great. How are you? Fantastic, man. And Scott leaves the camera. Uh, good time to leave the camera, though. I appreciate that. Uh, no, It's that all was... good. I was trying to figure out why my audio was coming through my computer and uh, jacking me up here. So it's cool. <laughs> Always I was going to say, I can hear a little something. I thought it was me, and I'm over here freaking out like, shit, I fucked up. <laughs> Drew, uh, how, Drew oh, here. How just you... killed the boost. Nah, it don't matter. We haven't been boosting for a while. It's all good. How you feeling tonight, oh, Drew? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like we got we got a lot to get into. We're doing stouts here in August, boys, so you know it's going to be a fun time. Tons to get oh, into. Also, I got to point out before I flip it backwards, I got I finally got my fresh-ass craft brew <laughs> lid. Oh, my God, Michael, got the- I don't think this thing has left my head since I picked it up this weekend. It smells nasty, but looks fly. The crew, oh, it smells bad? It has been sitting in the well, basement I, for a while. It's because I've been wearing it for like five days straight. <laughs> You got the official crew lid. Uh, if you guys want one That's of these right. hats that I'm wearing, you can get that at the Craft Root Sports shop, craftrootsports.com slash, slash shop. Also, you can rock this Dinger Slinger shirt I'm wearing. Uh, all kinds of gear up in the, the shop. Uh, but tons to get to tonight. Uh, we, we've got to talk about this boycott that literally just happened before we went on the air tonight. Uh, well, people keep adding their name to the list, baby. <laughs> they just sign up. Sign me up, too. I'm a boycott, too. Uh, we're gonna. T- uh, Scott's gonna do some hockey for us. Uh, we got a game of sip, chug, drain, pour that we're gonna get into tonight, uh, and we are going to unveil our first ever craft brood sports college football rankings the ap put theirs out so we should put ours out too uh so we will get to all of that uh and before we do we got to get into on deck and on deck is brought to you by beer drop everybody look we get beer shipped directly to us uh and beer drop is the way to do it if you want to get award-winning craft beers delivered straight to your door starting at under four dollars a serving our friends at beer drop can hook you up fill out your flavor profile sign up for one of their monthly plans and they will curate a box of fresh award-winning craft beer that will be sent right to your door you can swap out beers add more or skip a month and if you don't like commitment you can still go there and order uh, they will still take an order for you uh, you can pick whatever beers you want they will ship it out deliver it directly to your door head on over to craftrootsports.com slash beer drop get five dollar flat shipping on all of your orders uh this week fellas i i think i'm gonna lead us off on on uh on deck i'm feeling a little homerish today uh it is training camp kind of uh in the nfl and uh i i heard a training camp story this week so I'm going to lead us off uh, on on deck with uh, a story from Bengals training camp. So Mackenzie Alexander, I don't know if you guys have heard about this story just yet. Yesterday, Alexander left Bengals training camp because his dad went missing in Florida. Uh, he became a missing persons and Alexander was like, look, I got to go. And the team was like, absolutely go handle your business. So Alexander leaves uh, camp. He heads on down to Florida. This morning, I wake up to an alert that Mackenzie Alexander is in jail. And I was like, wait, what happened that he went down to Florida because his dad was missing and now he's in jail? Uh, it turns out that apparently what what had happened was his dad went with another guy berry picking. Weird <laughs> berry picking. <laughs> very strange. But I mean, Hashtag I ain't judging. Florida man. I ain't, right I ain't there, judging. You want to go berry picking? You go berry picking. I don't know. I've never berry picked in my life. Uh, I feel like that's a very uh, couples thing to do, but whatever. He goes berry picking with his buddy. Uh, the guy left yeah, Alexander's dad. Dingleberry or two, <laughs> but that's cool. I used to cherry pick in basketball. 
<laughs> so the guy leaves Alexander's dad behind. He just like, I don't know if there was a fight, if there was an altercation, what happened, but he just bails on him and leaves him. And now uh, Alexander's dad is missing. So Mackenzie Alexander went and confronted this guy about it and decided that he was going to throw hands for leaving his dad behind Threw hands, got arrested for battery and is now sitting in a jail cell. Uh, he might have bailed out at this point. But guys, is this the perfect Bengals training camp story? Like it, what a crazy way for Bengals to start a, a covid laced uh, pandemic season than having one of your guys leave to go tend to uh, an issue of a missing person. Your dad is missing and then end up in jail. That is like it's, so, it's Bengals. so classically Bengals that it's almost not even funny. <laughs> right? They're like, man, you know what? It's hard to get arrested in COVID season. We gonna find a way. <laughs> the I bars mean, what are I closed. Know is, what, what kind of berries was he picking? Because berries could be co for some shit. This is Florida after all. That's a very good point. I do not know what he was picking uh, or uh, why he was picking or what was going on. That, I got to be honest. That's the whole reason why I put this story in was because they were berry picking. I don't know. Uh, like the rest of it was weird. It's 100% but... crunch berries. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great cereal, man. He was that trying to he was trying to scratch cereal. the roof of his mouth up real good. He's like, let me go pick these crunch berries. Got lost. Next thing you know, his son is in jail. <laughs> Man, ain't that the shit though with Captain Crunch? Is that thing always murders your mouth? Like that, I, I wake wow. up the next day is, going, is this like, thing "What on? did I do he's, here?" He's gonna ignore that I just said he wanted to tear up the roof of his mouth. <laughs> Drew is just looking uh, ahead. Drew is just looking ahead. He's he's previewing his story. He's researching. Cool, cool, he's cool, making cool, sure. Cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bengals doing Bengals things already in 2020. Scott, you sir are on deck. Pow, Yankees suck ass, y'all. Who's getting caught? I don't even know who that dude is. Anyway, uh, we're not talking about baseball, and the NBA bubble is shrinking so much that there's nobody even in it at the moment. I mean, you know, playoff teams are kind of still there. But we're going to stick with football, and kind of, because Plaxico Burris is back in the news, didn't shoot himself again, uh, didn't make himself get out of the league because he demanded a contract that he wasn't worth it. Uh, this time he's in the news because dude started an OnlyFans account, <laughs> which is even weirder than him shooting himself. I never thought that we'd hear a story about Plaxico Burris that was weirder than him shooting himself in the leg. But here we are in 2020, dude decided he's going to start an OnlyFans account. Now, if you're not familiar with OnlyFans, it's usually for porn. It's usually for a cheap way to get not safe for work videos out there that people pay a subscription fee for each month. And apparently Plaxico Burris is trying to get in on that. Dude's charging like 14 bucks a month for his content. As of the show, hasn't released any content, so we might all be lucky. I can't imagine that anybody's really trying to subscribe to see plaxico burris do anything these days i mean unless he's beating the patriots in the super bowl i don't care what plaxico burris is doing now you know so, why you know why people are signing up for plaxico burris's account you trying right? to trying to see them feet nope all they want to see is well yeah i guess you're right yeah they just want to see the gunshot <laughs> yeah, wound. that's it they just want to see the gunshot wound. that's it as soon as and he will never post that he will never reveal that picture but once he does everybody's out It'll just be a whole bunch of people being, hey, show that hole. You know the one we want to see. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm not going to comment because I ruined the last one, apparently. So I'd be like, that's fine. 
<laughs> but what's even funnier about this is, you know, the, the the internet's got all worked up in the past week because uh, apparently Beyonce hopped on something and mentioned that she might create an OnlyFans account. Hasn't yet, but that'll blow up the internet when it does. But uh, Bella Thorne, I had to Google her too. Some Disney star once upon yeah. a time ago. This chick made $2 million in a week and actually flipped Damn. $1 million in just one day day and 24 hours after making her count she made one million dollars by the end of the seven day period she made two million dollars i think plaxico's got some work to do that's no a way that dude's pulling down two million dollars off anything he shows dude that's well, some that's, creepy that's, thirsty that's what i want to know like play it out like you know how they always do those things with like major league baseball pitchers and stuff and like he's getting paid this much per inning he pitches and whatnot like how much content did she actually put out like I'm thinking she maybe did a five minute vid and called it a day and she she racked in, you know, a million large and damn. Here's what I don't understand, guys. Damn. Here's what I don't understand. It is the year of our Lord 2020 and people are paying for porn. I didn't yeah, think I that was that a either. thing anymore. I didn't think you had to do that. I thought it was just there. Like you could just search porn and like millions and millions of free porn Sites I thought you could up. just search porn and it showed up at your door through Amazon. Like, you didn't even have to like wait. <laughs> no, dude, it, just it, like, it, is that a knock at the door? Damn, that was fast. It ain't even that hard, man. Just pull up any social media platform and start scrolling. That's a good You'll point. Find you can get stuff on Twitter if you really want to. You can find some porn on Twitter. Like I don't Twitter, uh, Snapchat, Instagram. I mean, dude, you could find porn in the Sears catalog back in the day if you looked hard. <laughs> I mean, people still pay for movies, so I guess there's that's that. a good point. I mean, that's a valid point. Also, I thought OnlyFans, like the point of that site was people who only fans can join well i thought it was like people who weren't celebrities that were on there like i thought it was just like girls aren't in a celebrity well haven't you ever seen how this flexo burris these social media things all start out like that it's supposed to just be for joe everybody then celebrities take over and then it just becomes something that nobody really cares about and then that's how you get you know instagram models and all that other crap dude speaking of instagram models the instagram model that hooked up with seven of the phoenix suns players she started an OnlyFans account and she got like she went from getting $2,000 the one day to getting like $50,000 overnight. So that that chick hooked up with seven Phoenix Suns and then was like... Allegedly. Told, no, she told... The, she said she no, did. It made, just because she said it didn't mean it happened. She, I, I believe her. Like, you could admit she, to being a hoe, but that doesn't mean you're actually a hoe. I believe her, Drew. What, what world do we live in that we can't trust a woman when she says she blew seven Phoenix Suns? Hmm. That's a fair point. You're right. <laughs> I'm still you waiting for right. the names. Like, I mean, because for me, I can't name anybody past Devin Booker. So. That's all I got. I'm like, does Chuck still play there? Dan Marley? I also want to know how did she go about it, too. Did she go starting five, then the bench as they rotate into sub? Did she mm. go centers outwards? You know, did she start at the point guard spot and go from the one down to the five? Like, did what Steve was Nash show back here? up? Because that's, that's it. That was my <laughs> Phoenix Suns knowledge. I think Shaq played there for a hot minute, and then he named himself the Big Cactus. <laughs> Did she blow Shaq? <laughs> Drew! She's like, <laughs> Drew! We're All pulling the, the ripcord! Pulling the, the ripcord! We're getting out of this! Getting out of it, Drew! Man, you are on deck! Man, I didn't hear the charge. That's disappointing. But, uh, yeah, so my story today is is this came out in Sports Illustrated originally. So, like any good uh, fan of media in 2020, I read the truncated version uh, where it just gave me the highlights. You read and the really, text I sent you? you? people need to know right now is Notre Dame football is our savior. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you all to step up and recognize. 
because if it weren't for our great fighting Irish, there would be literally no college football this year whatsoever, except for the decades-old reruns they'd be playing on ESPNU. <laughs> yes, this is a stated fact. Sources say that the reason the Big Ten started the dominoes toppling is they expected that when they canceled their season, the Pac-12 would follow suit, which would then put pressure on the ACC to follow suit. Once the ACC canceled, then the Big 12 would fold. And at that point, the SEC is like, well, we don't have any cupcakes to beat up on. And eventually we would have to take that L. So I guess we'll have to cancel our season too. However, however, because once again, Notre Dame has the best intentions for all of America and mankind in mind. They pressured the ACC to make sure they still played a season, even to go so far to share a couple dollars of our TV revenue with them. So once that happened and we struck that deal behind closed doors, when the Big Ten canceled and the Pac-12 canceled, the ACC was like, hmm, I'll be good. We'll go for it. We'll figure something out here. And the Pac or the Big 12 was like, sweet. We can still throw the ball for 18,000 yards, play no defense, and losing all our bowl games. And the SEC is like, sweet. Easy pickings again. So all we have to do is beat William Sweeney and his chumps, and we got another title for Alabama. So that's right, folks. Notre Dame is your college football savior. Y'all better step up, recognize, put some respect on our names, appreciate us for what we are and our role in this world, because not only did we save college football, but we also went ahead and fucked Michigan, Ohio State, and USC in the process. So suck on that. I'm That's guessing that Brian Kelly actually led the charge because he's like, how am I supposed to kill another intern? Whoa, 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 allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. The wind got him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I do mean, love. Look, Scott, he, he may or may not have been involved in one accidental situation. Meanwhile, Nick Saban is just straight up murdering college students down there in Alabama because they got to have a football season. I love that Nick Saban came out and was like, it's not about the money. It's for the players. No, it's it's like, players. dude, come yeah. on. Come on, Nick. You ain't fooling anybody. But yes, here. the the fact that Notre Dame screwed over Ohio State, Michigan, and USC on their way to keeping hopes of college football alive because let's face it college football isn't going to happen but the fact that we potentially could have college football it's pretty awesome that they were they first forced the hand of the big 10 and the pac-12 mike it's definitely happening man like the the, the most recent stuff i heard is that once you get the brown and get over it you're three months immune <laughs> so what they're gonna do after a while is realize all right you know what the whole let's prevent it thing ain't gonna work because these these football players these college students are still gonna party they're gonna pivot they're just gonna give them all a little bit of the rona and be like great now we got three months to knock this <laughs> shit out y'all a little bit of you know the what rona. that is that's 12 weeks get a little bit of the rona just a just taste of the rona the rona They'll, they'll inject weeks. it themselves, right? They'll just be like, ah, just give me just a touch. So yeah, I just want to lose my smell and taste. I don't want to die. Yeah, exactly. They'll just mix it in with their steroids that they're taking anyway. So why not, right? Give me that Rona cocktail. Just, I'll be good to go. Yeah. Just, yeah, right. Can I get a taster? Can I get a taster of the Rona? I just want a little taster. Like not a, I don't want like the whole thing. Just like, I just, just want a nah, sample. Nah, nah, just give me a lipper. Just give me a lipper. I'm <laughs> yeah, good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this has been On Deck brought to you by Beer Drop. Again, craftfruitsports.com slash beer drop. Sign up today. $5 flat shipping. Have craft beer delivered directly to your door. Sell out. 
All right, fellas. Uh, so wait, I, before we move on, I do got to ask some questions about some stuff I've seen here in the comments. Uh, okay, yeah, I apologize. I don't have the, the chat pulled up, so I haven't been really keeping up on no, things. No, it's all good. It's all good. So uh, because now Facebook apparently doesn't want to show me all the comments, I have to wait for the screen to come back. Here it goes. Oh, maybe it was maybe it was a YouTube comment. Well, all I know is someone said, fuck Notre Dame harder than Scott Kaiser, and I just need to know how much you've been fucking Scott Kaiser lately. Wow, that's a weird point to move on to. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a weird question out there. to ask. I believe it was Joe Hall that's that's been getting at you, Scott. So I'm just curious, what's going on here? Joe Hall hates Scott I Kaiser. I love me some Joe Hall. <laughs> Uh, we we're switching up format. We've listened to you guys. Uh, people say what they they let us know what they like and what they want to see out of this show. So because of that, we have switched things around. And ladies and gentlemen, it is time for everybody's favorite segment of the week. Time to do that hockey, Scott. Uh, you are a resident hockey expert. Uh, it is time for you to do that hockey for us. Give us your update. What do you got from the bubble this week? <laughs> well, unfortunately, my, my Avalanche are down 2-0, so they got some work to do. But the rest of the series is, is are all tied up at one apiece. So, you know, we got that good hockey going right now. Not that NHL playoff hockey is ever bad, but, man, there's nobody uh, running away with things except for, like I said, the Stars are up 2-0 on Avalanche, but... Man, you, you, your ass got screwed there, too. You see uh, Joe Thornton just flop his little bitch ass down. No, I missed that. Yeah, well, you know, it turned the tide of the whole game right there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a bummer. <laughs> that's a bummer. What's, sta- what's standing out to you, Scott, from uh, from this this playoffs? Anything that looks different, feels different? I mean, uh, as as you're watching these games and you're consuming all this hockey and you're watching with no fans, is it is it different for an avid fan like yourself? How many times I got to tell you, man, watching hockey with no fans is completely different than watching hockey with. I mean, there's nobody to throw the octopi on the ice. <laughs> or I mean, fish or whatever else. Yeah, I know. Right. The, the hats. I mean, it's it's not as fun. Uh, no, they do have people to throw the hats. Remember the no, ice girls are down there to throw the hats out. Yeah, but I mean, like legit fans, not just this. Half Don't you think they should be throwing masks out just in the parlance of our times? That would actually be pretty cool. But since right? they're in Canada, they're like, nah, we're not going to do that. Well, look at it this way, right? It could be an extra incentive, right? Like, if you score three goals and the ice girls throw a bunch of masks on the ice, your team gets to keep them. You know what I mean? Like, now you, your supply is increased of masks you can wear. I want to talk about something really important that uh, I Always. saw floating around the internet. Was uh, There's a couple of concepts going, out, uh, going around for the uh, Seattle Kraken goalie mask. Yes! Man, that Ooh. shit looks good. All right, we're we're all in agreement, right? The Kraken is the show team, correct? That's going to be our team going forward. We are all in on the Kraken. I mean, I'll wear a Kraken jersey over my Avalanche jersey, but absolutely. Okay. All I'm right, not, fair enough. I'm not going to say I'm out necessarily, but I can't, you know, leave my wings. Like, those are my boys forever, but the Kraken will be my Western Conference team. All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. Since I have no allegiance, I am 100% all on board uh, with filling the Kraken. That is Isn't where Detroit I'm in the Western Conference? They were back in the day, and then when they did the realignment, they're like, "Hey, this doesn't really make sense. Let's." Put I never understood. <laughs> yeah, I never understood it then. Well, no, ex- no, it did make sense if you really think way, 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 way back in the day with the original six. Detroit was oh, the westernmost, yeah, yeah, yeah. along with Chicago. Yeah. Well, that's probably what it was—just a classic thing then. 
Right. You know, you gotta you gotta put respect on their name. Oh, JB, goddamn it, coming in with a question. Ooh, you see I, that? That's a that's a hot take. We got wow. We got a show fan JB asking the over under on the Kraken making the cup before the Red Wings do again. And you know what? No, no, no. After- before the Red Wings make the playoffs. Can Ooh, I just not a, even the cup? The just playoffs. A, just a point of clarification. That's not an over under. Like I don't. There, that, there that is no over under in, included. Just in this. Will it happen? Or yeah. Just like which one happens first? <laughs> like give us the okay. Fair, sorry. Just had to clarify that uh, real quick. Okay, so Scott, you're the resident hey, hockey, hockey expert. Fan. He's probably drunk. Mike, get off his case. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, you're the resident hockey fan, Scott. Which happens first, crack and make the cup final, or Detroit makes the playoffs? Mm, playoffs. Show Jew just a little bit of love here because Did you I mean, just call me a Jew. I heard that as well. Uh, wow, yes. I said right, well. Drew, <laughs> but I love me some Jews too, so that's cool. Um, I would definitely say that Detroit gets back to the playoffs before Seattle makes the final because, uh, I mean, outside of Las Vegas, you know, usually in every sport ever, expansion teams, you know, shit the bed the first couple of years and it takes them a while to build things up. So Detroit accidentally backs into the playoffs just before Seattle makes the final. I got to uh, uh, back up here because Ed uh, from Pardon the Punctuation dropped a what's cracking joke, and I, I do appreciate that. Ed. I just want to give Ed a shout out. Uh, Ed reached out to Sean Casey. This is we got to take a, a sidebar from Do That Hockey for a second. Uh, talk the to mayor? Him. Yes, he reached out to the mayor on Twitter and said, hey, will you come on our Cincinnati-based podcast and do an interview? And the mayor said, uh, eh, maybe, you know, he did the same thing they did to us where he follows you and then you send him a message and he reads it, but he never responds. So Ed says, I will eat 12 cheese conies in one sitting. If I do it, will you come on the show? And Casey was like, yeah, if you if you eat 12 conies in a sitting, I will come on your show and do an interview. Ed, I think, got through most of them, but there was definitely puking going on. I mean, it was not a pretty sight in the video. Uh, and Casey responded with the video and was like, hey, you gave it a, a try. I thought that was hilarious. I'll do the show. Uh, we'll set something up. So... Damn. Be on the lookout for part of the punctuation. All we had to do was stuff ourselves twelve with conies. Yep. yep, Mike. I mean, why don't we? Why did that Saturday? What the fuck, man? <laughs> why don't we send them the video of Mike being a little bitch with all the shots? We've got like three or four <laughs> videos of that. Do you think that'll work? Or vomiting foam after you beer bonged like a child? I mean, that's what on. I'm saying. Like we've got all sorts of if Mike. You just take some dude to puke on child. video. Just like post a camera in Mike's bathroom. You'll catch him at some. Point it's good. It might happen tonight. Uh, all right, Scott. <laughs> I'm going to give you the serious music because now it's time for these hard-hitting hockey questions. And okay. I, I, I do this. I'm, I really needed to amp this up a little bit more for you. Uh, so yeah, I know gonna, the, the softballs you've been giving me the past couple of weeks. Uh, I know. Not- I know. We are we are getting very intense here with this Do That Hockey Talk. So here we go. Uh, does anybody really care about Boston versus Tampa Bay? No. Outside. I guess I should clarify. Outside of Boston and Tampa Bay. And Maybe just outside of Boston, because people probably in Tampa Bay probably don't even care either, huh? I was just going to say, I was like... Yeah, they're the trying not to die in these hurricanes. What are you the, talking about? The super racist and Boston do, and that's about it. All right, good uh, good answer. I would agree with you on that one. Okay. I don't know about that, man. Everyone in the, in the NHL hates both those squads, so really what it is is they hope they go seven games, five OTs in the last one, and then their team bus gets stuck on the way to the game one, and they just end up losing. <laughs> oh, that... Uh, I, Wait a minute. Hold on real quick. Legit question. Do, do people hate Tampa Bay? Like, for what? The bunch of bitches? No, I know, but besides that, I mean, is there any reason to really hate them? Like, they're just one of those teams that kind of is there. It's, 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 I would say it's the Yankees, but to do that, you would have to make the playoffs and be, you know, the best team in the league. 
Tampa Bay is the epitome of we'll rack up points in the regular season and just flame out in the playoffs. So they get hyped for five months and then just fall flat on their fucking face in like two weeks. So everyone's sick of hearing about them, not to mention the fact they're just a bunch of soft ass bitches. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to the next question submitted from uh, viewers. Is there a more fun team than the Canucks left in the playoffs? Follow-up question. Is Elias Peterson emerging as one of the NHL's brightest stars right in front of our eyes? Follow-up question. Do you think they have the ability to win the series with the Golden Knights, or was Game 2 just a fluke? Um, well, there's no way that anybody's going to end up beating um, Lil John's Golden Knights, so that was just a <laughs> fluke all the way. Um, and the Canucks? No, there's plenty more exciting teams than ones that call Canada Not exciting, permanent fun. Basement. Fun. A permanent basis. Whatever, fun, exciting, whatever. The fact that they got their asses handed to them in game one by the Golden Knights suggests that there's no, there's nothing fun about them. They're just, you know, Canadian with a weird logo. <laughs> okay. Uh, and JB uh, chiming in no, no, no on all of those questions. Uh, moving on to the next question. What is your take on the trade that sent Kasperi Kapanen to Pittsburgh? Uh, and who oh, got the job. better That's deal on good. that trade? Is that good? That's close, right? That's pretty good, yeah. I mean, it's a solid trade for Pittsburgh. They're, they're looking to retool and get back to the uh, cup glory days that they uh, spent for the last couple of years here. So uh, it's a solid move for them. But, you know, in the short term, doesn't really mean much until we get back to actual regular hockey. All right. You, I got, go ahead. I got Drew. some questions to throw in here, too. We can mix them in with the, uh, the, uh, the fans' questions here. So, Scott, uh, just real quick, what was the most impressive or i guess surprising part about varlamov's two uh records on uh what was it yesterday tuesday well i mean anytime you set a record it's a it's an amazing feat it doesn't matter what the record is i mean if it's eating 12 conies and puking your brains out or you know if it's playing hockey at an amazing uh rate uh, doesn't matter setting records is a great thing to do so uh hats off to him <laughs> so you're almost more impressed by the fact that he just he set two at once well, yeah, I mean, you got to be anytime you set two records in one day, that's a pretty good day for you. <laughs> All right, Scott, you're an admitted abs fan. Uh, are the Dallas Stars for real? I mean, they're up 2-0 uh, to Colorado. They've looked very strong. Can the abs come back uh, from the loss of Philip Grubauer uh, and ride Pavel Francouz to the Western Conference Finals? <laughs> that, was a, that was a tough one. That was a tough one, to be fair. Yeah, um, Frank, Frank it's going to be tough for them Cousy. to uh, come Cousy, back right? from the losses, uh, but they do have it in them, and we've seen this before. Uh, the best thing about hockey is you can be down 0-3, and you're not out of it, uh, unlike in other sports. Even so, without uh, Gru Bauer, uh, you, you think Frank, the, the Kuzmeister is going to take them to it, huh? Kuzmeister. Koozie. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's there's always a chance. And I mean, you know, who, who cares about the Brett Hull and Saber uh, stars? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ab's got a, a, a fighting chance in this one still. Well, we all know Brett Hull wasn't any good to came, until he came to Detroit. So that makes complete sense. And absolutely, it was a goal. <laughs> For all of you in Buffalo, it was a goal. <laughs> All right, um, I've got one more uh, question for you here. So, I say, yeah, I got a couple too. So, okay, go, go ahead, it. Drew. I've been hogging all, right. all the questions. You go ahead. No, you're good. I'll, I'll just fire this out to you, Scott. What do you think about Rosa the uh, the punishment the NHL came out with today? Was it fair? Um, that one uh, bypassed me. I was too busy uh, paying attention to all the teams that were canceling and boycotting. So, uh, what did the NHL do today? 
All right. Well, well, well handled. Because well played. I was really hoping you were going to talk about some dude cross-checking someone and getting game suspension. But the NHL actually came out today and took away the Arizona Coyotes draft picks uh, for violating the NHL combine testing policy during the 2019-2020 season. So they docked him a second-round pick in the 2020 draft and a first-round pick in 2021. Well, if you've listened to Do That Hockey before, you know how I feel about hockey in the desert. So as far as I'm concerned, contract Phoenix and get him out of there. I mean, <laughs> next thing we know, there's going to be somebody coming out saying she blew seven coyotes. <laughs> uh, I don't think we would we all need... be shocked that she found seven coyotes to blow. <laughs> yeah. And then we need to validate that they were actually Arizona Phoenix coyotes. <laughs> I was going to say, does does Keith Kachuk still play for the, uh, the coyotes? Uh, no, but both his kids are in the league, so... Holy crap. She could, she could go that route. Oh, that'd be impressive. Yeah. Uh, Biscuit chiming in saying that he would suggest I write out the names phonetically, but listening to me butcher them is hilarious. Uh, and, Biscuit has clearly nailed the segment. That is, yes, that is. Uh, the, he, he gets the show. The fun of it, yes. He gets um, the show. Drew, I have I have one more. Uh, let's let's do, go ahead and ask one more, Drew, if you got one more, and then I'll, I'll hit the walk-off here. Oh, oh, he's calling walk-off here. All right, great. Um. So, I, I mean, honestly, though, Scott, what I really just really want to know here is what's been the most surprising part about the start of the second round of the playoffs compared to the first for, for you? Like I said at the start of this whole thing, I think it's just the fact that all of the series, with the exception of the Avalanche, uh, were all tied up after one. You, you didn't really see that coming. Fair enough. Uh, Scott, You, I'm, I'm so damn impressed with how you handle questions on on the nhl you were just really a, i mean when you show. watch the nhl like me there's no you're, reason that you shouldn't know the answer you're always the professional um all right so let's let's uh, drew touched a little bit earlier about uh seaman verlamov uh and uh the islanders Did you just sending, say i touched seaman yeah uh, yeah you you were <laughs> you were touching on seaman earlier right seaman Ver, verlamov for his two records right man the only kind of seaman i touch is my own so <laughs> check yourself so wow. the the Islanders send the Capitals home. Uh, they got head coach Barry Trotz revenge on his former team. Uh, so does this team have enough firepower with Anthony Bovillier, Jean-Gabriel Pagemaster, and Matthew Barzell up front to stack up against the elite teams in the East? I mean, it's anybody's uh, anybody's. Uh, conference to come out of the East. The East right now is wide open. You know, you don't have the defending Stanley Cup champions. So, uh, yeah, the East oh, wait, is wide who, open. Who were the Stanley Cup champions last year? Uh, that would be DC, mother sucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, wait. St. Louis won. St. Louis won last year. I think that's the second time he's got you on that same yes. question. That's the You're second so time. Confident too. That's you did. You were man. so pumped. Ah, oh, you were so pumped. Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, uh, buddy. Uh, well you done, so close, JB. So close. Only off by a year. Uh, <laughs> I will say too. The best part is when Mike, when you try to say some of these names, like you butcher them so bad, it takes me a second to figure out who the hell you're talking about. I mean, about. I don't know what who you're talking about. the first one before Peugeot? Uh, before who? Pagemaster? Uh, before that was yeah. was uh, Anthony Beauvillier. Beauvillier? Yeah, yeah. Bo- yeah. He's Bobby Bonilla. Not that we want Mike to get better at this. Bobby Bonilla. remember, a bunch of these idiots are French-Canadian. <laughs> I know. Can we get some names like Patrick Kane out on the ice, please? <laughs> Some good old American name. Give me some. Give, speak some American up here in this hockey. I don't. I don't yeah. know. Damn it. <laughs> 
Uh, Some Sidney Crosby. I know he's not American, but you well, know, at least he I, sounds. I know, I know how to pronounce that. At least name. he sounds American. This has been Scott uh, doing that hockey. I'm gonna be honest, Mike. You might need to ban Biscuit because he just gave you the deepest dig one could. Uh, let's see what Biscuit said here. Uh, not to get political, but Mike saying these names is like Trump saying you Yeah, that. Bosomite. <laughs> That's almost unforgivable. Uh, Chris America wanting to know, on a scale of Weird Al to Batman's parents, how dead-ass serious are you guys about the NHL playoffs? Uh, 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 Batman's parents. I was going to say I'm more dead than Martha. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah. No, honestly, man, I love love the NHL playoffs. I've always loved them, but they're even better this year um, because (laughs) Patrick. They're even better this year because you're going like three games a night. They're so compressed because they're trying to get them in before next season that it's it's just like an overdose of hockey. What I really wish I had a better handle on was when they started a couple weeks ago and they're playing games at like 11 a.m. Because I only cussed like three or four times during meetings at work that week when I was watching hockey instead of paying attention to shit. But like do it differently. I would I would have done the what is it? I would have gotten the vasectomy and just sat up there right there and uh Watched all this hockey. <laughs> Can we bring back the Winter Classic? Yes. Oh, it's, yeah, it's coming back. I think they announced the uh, the teams for this next season. I want to say it's going to be in the yo. Wait, hang on. If we're not going to have, because uh, there's talk about not having fans in games next year either. Like they they don't know if they're going to be able to have fans in the stands. And so they're just changing the name to the COVID Classic. Well, why don't we just do nothing but outdoor hockey? If no fans are allowed to be there. I've been advocating for that for Let's years. do that. Like, you don't have to worry about – you could just play on ponds. Like, just go play outside somewhere. I want to see, like, NHL caliber players playing on a lake in Minnesota with no fans Look, around. I, lake I, Minnetonka. I, well played. I would love to do that. That would be fantastic. See Gordon Bombay, Triple Deacon. Yes. Drive the right, limo but, out onto the ice. He knows when you can drive on ice. Man, that's just the problem is that's just expensive. And that's where it comes down to keep ice frozen in like, what is it? Think about it, man. Like what? Detroit, it got to be 60 sometimes this last winter. To keep frozen ice that frozen for that long, that shit ain't cheap. You can do it for like one game over a weekend, but it gets tough if we try to do the whole thing. I'd love to do art or hockey, but then we got to go to like the Northwest Territory or some shit. All right, let's do it. There's no fans going anyways. Go for it. I know where you ain't playing, Arizona. You definitely ain't playing outdoor hockey yeah. in Arizona, but maybe they do roller hockey. But you're hockey. getting your dick sucked. <laughs> and so. on that note, <laughs> let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Bossman Brands. <laughs> Whether you're rocking a hockey playoff beard or a quarantine beard or that baby face, our friends at Bossman Brands can help you out. From supplements to help your beard grow stronger and fuller to beard oils, pomades, and conditioners, Bossman Brands four-step process will get your beard looking its absolute best. And even if you don't rock a beard, they got razors and lotions to make your shave. Make sure your shave is buttery smooth. Head on over to craftrootsports.com slash beard. It's craftrootsports.com slash beard and use the code sports at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. I got to tell you guys, I got their jelly beard oil. Uh, it is so nice. I don't like beard oil normally because it's kind of runny. I use way too much of it, and then my face feels all greasy. You can control the jelly beard oil. It's a thicker beard oil. It goes on nicely. And also, I got some of the collotion. Uh, I went with the vetiver scent. Ooh, it. Uh, I, I'll just say it, it works. It works. I'm, I'm gonna go need beard to, jelly for you. I'm, I'm gonna go need. I'm gonna need to go get that uh, that surgery I was talking about a little yeah. bit sooner. But it works. Uh, that that collotion 
does its job. Head on over bossmanbrand.com or craftrootsports.com slash beard. Use the code sports to get 15% off your entire order. Sell out. Didn't your Catholic father teach you anything about pulling prey for Christ's sake? How do you think I got two? Let's do some sip, chug, hey, drain, yo. pour, fellas. <laughs> Wait, we got to make a note of something here because Biscuit's got a great segment for next week. Top five hockey movies. I'm all in. Oh, yep. To, yes, we're going to do that. The one thing uh, we'll have to decide before then, and, and please throw up in the comments here because you guys are already talking about it. Do we do the Mighty Ducks individually or are they done as a franchise? Individually. Franchise. What? And that's why we got to figure that out before next week. But all right, we're gonna we're gonna next week for the top five hockey. Yes, movies we will. I I just took a note. We are going to do top five hockey movies on next week's show. Uh, this Perfect. week though, we're gonna do some sip, chug, drain, pour. Uh, this is our version of Mary Fuck Kill, uh, where you can sip, chug, or drain pour. I've got a couple different. Uh, we'll call them themes for this week, fellas. So, uh, let's start with athletes, superstar athletes under 25. That's where we're going to go first. Uh, and this first guy was one who made a big name for himself this week, hit a huge buzzer beater, uh, in the bubble. He's making all the noise out there, uh, in Dallas. And that's Luka Doncic. Uh, by the way, uh, when I looked at their, uh, jerseys real quick, I thought the Mavs were sponsored by the Chive at first. I didn't, <laughs> I was like, wait, for real? Like, I know the Lakers are sponsored by Wish, uh, and I think the Warriors are Rakuten or something, but, uh, yeah, the Mavs, it looked like they were sponsored by the Chive for a second. Uh, so we're gonna go Luca. uh, and let's see, where did my screen go? Uh, Luca is gonna go up against everybody's, uh, favorite quarterback currently. No, not Joe Burrow. I'm talking about Patty Mahomes. Uh, and finally, the uh, we'll go baseball world. Another guy who's been making the rounds lately, and that's Fernando Tatis Jr. So, Luca, Patty, or Fernando? Uh, Scott, I will go to you first. Sip, chug, drain, pour. Luca, Patty, Fernando. Bro, you coming out here with the hard hitting ones right out of the gate. right out the gate, baby, right <laughs> out the gate. And by the way, if you guys are listening, chime in. Uh, let us know. Sip, chug, drain, pour. Luca, Patty, or Fernando. I, I hate to say it, and I, I'm waiting. Uh, I'll wait for somebody to make the first comment that I would make if I were them in this situation. But I'm gonna have to drain poor Luca. You would. Oh, yeah, four shot. Yeah, you and would. then I'm gonna I'm gonna chug me uh, chug me some uh, some San Diego Padre Junior Fernando Tatis, and I will. I'll sip on that Patty Mahomes. Sipping on that Patty. All right. That's uh, I, th- I think that's a good choice. Drew, do you agree with that, or you got him in a different order here? Uh, I got him in a different order. I'm still waiting, though. Where, where's, where's, where's top fan? Where, where is he talking about his boy Patty over here? I thought he would have been all <laughs> over this shit, blowing up the comments left and right. I purposely no, it's okay. He's got an alert set, so he'll be back on in just a I've, second. I've, oh, okay, he's just having issues connecting. I get it. Purposely put Patty in this for him uh, because yeah. I knew it was going to be. Uh, yeah. I, I also knew we were going to sit Patty. Like I felt like I, I'm also. I'm. I'll just jump in. Oh here. no, no. Actually, no. I'll jump in then with my actual ratings because here's the thing. All MLS games have been postponed. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. We're going to talk about this boycott in a little bit here. We're going to get into that. We'll stick to sports in a little bit where well, we are don't we sure stick that's to a sports. boycott or are we are we maybe Nashville gave everyone covid. You never mm, know. That could be. Um I'm going to sip Luca. I'm going to chug Patty and drain poor Tatis. And I'm doing this purely on the longevity of their careers because 
the way that it is in baseball, it feels like guys spike and then they fall off. There's few people like Mike Trout that really stick around and carry that um, star banner for long. I'd say this similar thing with Patty Mahomes. Like, I don't mean to put any disrespect out there, but the guy's solid. He's great, but he's probably going to be at this level for maybe three, four years. Then either defenses or the game is going to change or he gets knocked up with one bad injury and then he's going to slowly decline. Literally, like baseball stars around, be around for like here forever. Twenty years. I was gonna no, say they're, they're, no, no, <laughs> that it's, was it's, a horrible take. No, 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 it's, no, it's not. They're either here for two or they're here for twenty. Like they're. Well, I mean that that can happen. One hit any, wonders. That can happen in any sport, though. Nah, I feel Look, like honestly, the, I feel like there are so many flash in the pan stars in baseball. Like I'm just not convinced. Do it for three years baseball. and I'll sign up. No, and I, that's not because I and hate that's baseball. Fine. I watch SportsCenter. I read ESPN and such. What you're, I see what goes on. What you're not taking into account, though, Drew, is that we are about to have the universal DH uh, across the board going forward. Like this, they implemented it this year, and that will continue for the foreseeable future. So but somebody see, like is Tatis, Tatis, just based on his batting ability, or is it his flair? His no, style? overall, he's overall he is a, a great player. Like a, he's got a great game overall. But I'm saying that when you have that DH ability where as your glove starts to go as the fielding starts to go you can just shift and become a dh and still continue this amazing career albert pujols is still playing baseball like he's still right. out there Hall DHing. of famer albert pujols is still playing baseball you're absolutely right about that i mean fair enough i'm just saying Davis said back in the day the difference between being in the bigs and down in double a is one seeing guy ground ball one dying duck in the middle of the outfield like it's that tight in major leagues and it takes a lot to stick up there and stay at that that all star level. So, where's Todd Frazier at? But Todd Frazier was never this level of good. Like Todd Frazier won the home run derby, and it was a is big he, deal. Is he good? Is or is he just making splashes in a boring ass August? <laughs> no, he was good. Todd Frazier was good. No, no, I'm talking about Tatis right now. Like, oh, is Tatis, he really this good. No, Tatis, or is he Tatis, just, like, Tatis is new. He is that good. No, he's that good. That dude. No, is, I mean, he's been talked about for like five years. Yeah, now. the the <laughs> dude is the dude is very solid. Um, let's see. So I I'm gonna go sip Patty Mahomes. Uh, I'm gonna chug Tatis, and I'm gonna drain pour Luca as well. In this, I one. don't so even like drain pouring Luca though, because I I think Luca's really good, and I'm really really mad that the Kings decided you know they'd rather have Marvin Bagley Jr. <laughs> than Luke. Because that's what the Kings do. <laughs> also, uh, Biscuit chiming in saying uh, he's going to drain poor Luca just because of that stupid 90s song about the kid. He's sipping oh, Tatis and song. chugging Patty. <laughs> I feel like sipping and chugging Patty and Tatis, you can flip-flop either one of those, and I'd be fine with that take. Uh, let's move on and to... be wrong. Let's move on to the swept teams edition. Uh, so this week we had a, a couple sweeps in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Uh, the first one that, that I've got lined up for you guys here is the Pacers. Pacers went out and got swept by, uh, the, the Heat. They lost that series pretty, uh, pretty handily. Like it was never really, never really in doubt. Everybody thought that was going to be a close series and the Pacers got swept out and actually fired their coach as a result of that. Uh, we are putting them up against the Sixers and apparently when you trust the process, that process means getting swept by Boston. Uh, no real excuse from the Sixers on that one. They looked like dog shit all series long. Joel Embiid did not play well. I don't think he played well once in that whole series. And then finally, uh, you have the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they were swept out by the Raptors. 
Granted, that wasn't the real Nets team that it was supposed to be that I picked to make it all the way to the the NBA championship at the beginning of the year, uh, mainly because KD and Kyrie were both out, neither one playing. They're they're ready to go for next year. So sip, chug, drain, pour. The Pacers, the Sixers, and the Nets. Drew, we'll go to you first. This one is so much easier, in my opinion. Um, and I'm assuming, well, I guess maybe I should have clarified, like we're sip chugging and drain pouring their future options or just who the team is. Just however I'm you want to take it. I got no, I'm you know, go ahead and I'm put your own spin on, on the baby. Nets because uh, they'll wise up and get rid of Kyrie soon enough here and they'll still have KD. Plus, like they get to hang out with Jay-Z like all the time, right? So life is good over there. <laughs> um, the Pacers, they'll be all right. Victor Oladipo, he'll come back, you know, with what three months off between now and the start of the next season. But I think that team's got a decent foundation. And I, I think that guy, he really can do a lot of special things. He's, he's a, he's a five tool player, if you will. And, and he'll get it done. The 76ers, they are drain poor worthy every day. That's what they are. They're a drain poor that we all want to watch. Cause they're a hot ass disaster. And I love to see it. Guys, how many tools can you name for a five tool player? What are uh, the five driver wrench, <laughs> uh, uh, drill? Uh, I got nothing. I like speed. I'm guessing speed shot. I got two tools. I can name two well, tools. So well, so there's your finish at the rim, right? There's your mid range jumper. There's your three point jumper. Then there's your five zone tool thing and main defense. Baseball thing. Thank I thought you, so Scott, too. Obviously. I was. I was just, I don't know what the tools are. I'm just trying to find out what the tools are. Scott, who are you? Wait, no, is this a serious question for baseball? It's pretty straightforward, right? No, it's, for basketball. Batting, I was talking. base running. I was talking basketball because you brought it up during basketball. I know you're yeah, making the joke. I was, I was flipping it back on you, Drew. I was flipping it back on you. Try to flip it back on me, man. I'm quick. Scott, Come at me. sip, chug, drain, <laughs> pour. monkey. Sip, chug, drain, pour. Pacers, Sixers, and the Nets. Uh, well, I'm going to, I guess I'll sip on the, the nets only because their, their future should be okay. Based on the fact that their two superstars were out, like, and plus, you know, losing that, that was, I don't think that was much of a, a shock based on how it was like, but I'm definitely drain pouring the Sixers. All we've heard about them forever is how good they were supposed to be. And they tanked and got all these draft picks and, you know, they got Simmons and, you know, Embiid and all these guys. And it was all supposed to come together. They get swept in the first round and really were never a factor. <laughs> I'm drain pouring the shit out of Philadelphia basketball. They haven't been worth a damn since Iverson. Uh, and I guess that means I'm, I'm chugging the Pacers. I mean, you know, it, losing to Miami, it's kind of weak because, I mean, they're superstars, you know, if you really buy into Jimmy Butler as a superstar, I mean, that's fine. But I guess it's better than losing to, you know, I mean, the Pacers did end up losing or the uh, the 76ers did end up losing to Boston, who's like super legit. But, yeah, I mean, it's chug the Pacers by default because the most disappointing of these teams, hands down, is the Sixers. I am. I'm also going to sip the nets for the same reason, just because uh, I think this would have been a different series if KD and Durant were playing. Uh, whether or not you like those guys, whether you you can't deny what they bring to that team, and the fact that you build the team around these two guys and neither one of them are there, it's going to affect you 100. percent So you got to sip the nets because uh, I think they have the best base going forward. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you 
ch- I'm going to chug the 76ers, and I I agree that all we've heard is trust the process, and they've they've not done anything since then. But I feel like they're still ahead of the Pacers, and mainly because the Pacers just fired their coach. Like that that whole organization is in a dumpster fire at this point, which I feel like was a garbage fire, right? Like, do you guys agree with that firing? Uh, it, considering he took that team to the five seed uh, in the in the playoffs in a very strange year, uh, had dealt with a lot of things that normal coach. I feel like you can't fire a coach for making the playoffs this season, regardless of what the outcome is, right? Well, so yeah, no, I, I feel like everybody should have got a mulligan for this season, like unless you were just entirely terrible. One of the other things we didn't touch on here I meant to is that the Nets totally get a pass because they lost to the Raptors, who to me are probably one of the most complete teams out of the three here because Boston, I don't buy it. Like They've been hit or miss the whole time in Miami. I think they're they're good, but they're overachieving by a ton. So when you set them up against the people they played against and lost, like you got to give a pass to the Nets in a sense. Well, and you touched on exactly why I'm uh, another reason why I'm drain, drain pouring the Pacers because the I feel like out of the teams that advance, the Heat are probably the worst of the group. So to get yeah. swept by the worst remaining team, uh, that automatically makes you dog shit in my book. So uh, I'm I'm putting the I'm drain pouring the Pacers. Uh, I'm gonna chug the Sixers and and sip the Nets. Biscuit wants to just drain pour them all, and I think that's fair that's a that's a good take go ahead and try and pour all these dog shit teams no judgment yeah because they ain't winning anything anyways uh we'll go on to top selling jerseys so this came out this week some of the top selling jerseys by sport uh, as of uh, currently and i'm surprised by this because for a long time tom brady's jersey was up there for the nfl but that has now changed Tua has the top selling nfl jersey currently so Tua, we're gonna put Tua up there uh the next one that we're gonna pick from is lebron james top selling jersey in the nba and then we did a little since we do that hockey so well here we're such hockey fans we are also including in this one Sidney crosby who has the highest selling nhl jersey this season uh scott we'll go to you first First, I, I already know who you're going to drain for, but I want to know who you're sipping and chugging uh, when it comes to the Jersey edition, Tua, LeBron, or Sid. You do not know, my friend. I am absolutely sipping on the Crosby love as far as the hockey, because, I mean, what kind of hockey fan would I be if I <laughs> sip on some Sidney Crosby? Ooh. And I should love, I should, me, some, love me some Sid the Kid, especially Scott, since so many other hockey fans hate Let me apologize to you, Scott. I apologize to you and all of the dedicated hockey fans uh, calling this the, the top-selling jerseys when that is clearly a sweater. That's on well, me, yeah, that's and I apologize. I'm sorry, absolutely. man. I'm Sorry it's for fine. I let disrespecting okay. your sport like that. Uh, so you're sipping on Sydney. Ooh. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I'm sipping on Sid's sweater. And then um, I am actually going to chug on LeBron. What? What? Exactly. I told you you're wrong. I do not advocate buying rookie jerseys. I don't care who it is, mm. especially a rookie coming off a horrific injury. <laughs> like, I mean, that's a weird thing. And a Miami Dolphins jersey, they got one of the ugliest jerseys in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, who's buying that shit? Is Alabama just down there just racking them all <laughs> up? Or what the hell's going on? How is that one of the highest selling NFL jerseys? Like, even if you were going to buy a rookie jersey, it wouldn't be that one. No, but it would I don't be. Advocate it would be a Joe Burrow jersey because he's <laughs> the savior. 
But I, I just seriously, I would never advocate buying a rookie jersey for any sport. I think it's insane to do. But a Miami Dolphins jersey is ugly no matter who's wearing it. So I'm drain pouring the shit out of Tua. Uh, I'll chug LeBron because I mean I, I gotta guess. Uh, besides the the wish joke that uh, Matt Barr made this week in the Crawford Sports Group was well done. Kissing. It was well done. <laughs> and uh, obviously, like I said, being the big resident hockey fan, I, I gotta I gotta sip on uh, Sydney. <laughs> Uh, Drew, Sip, Chug, Drain, Poor, Tua, LeBron, and Sydney. Just a jersey, just, not player. We, we need to figure out a way that we can play drops on our side through the podcast because all I need is that half-baked boo this man clip right now <laughs> with Scott and his bullshit Sidney Crosby thing. But um, So I think that makes it pretty clear what I'm drain pouring. And not even that, man. Like I'll, I'm going to shred that thing up in a friggin' blender feed it to my dogs and drain pour their diarrhea. About I mean, let's it. be honest though. Joe Sackett should still be the number one selling Jersey in the NHL, but go ahead. Fuck that guy too. Um, so between Tua LeBron, I got look, man, hate me, but this is, this is real. If I'm buying this Jersey, I'm buying Tua's Jersey before I'm buying LeBron's because the public cannot handle my guns being out like that all the time. Mm, that's a good point. Like I need a little something over those delts and to hide that behind. Otherwise women and men alike would be just be falling over themselves to get at this. <laughs> oh, you like, got to rock the T under the NBA. <laughs> you mm. got to rock the T. It's a one. Look, man, I'm you got to go JJ Reddick style. So, you got to go yeah. JJ Reddick. I don't think I could do that. So. No, no, no. You have to. I mean, doing the T-less NBA jersey, unless you're just jacked, it, it looks god awful. I would no, agree. That's what I'm saying, though. I was like, they they couldn't stop coming at these guns, Scott. They'd want to just lick all up on them. That's <laughs> yep. why I got to go with two of first as my sip, LeBron as my chug, and those were the only two options I think Mike presented. Uh <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I am going to I'm going to drain pour the Tua jersey because uh, the ugh, Dolphins. First of all, the fact that that's the top selling jersey just shows what kind of bandwagon fans the Dolphins are thinking that this is the savior of your organization. Now, screw you. Get rid of that jersey. That's getting drain poured. Uh, I am going to sip. The Lakers jersey, the LeBron jersey, only because hometown connection, Akron pretty close to Youngstown, so I'm going to go ahead and give that to to LeBron. I'll say I'm repping my hometown. And then I'm going to chug the Crosby jersey uh, only because I feel like that's a jersey you can only wear certain times of the year. Like the, Although I guess you, you could make the same claim about a basketball jersey. You're not wearing a basketball jersey in December, but you can because that's when the season's supposed to happen. So, uh, yeah, year-round you can wear a basketball jersey. You cannot wear a hockey jersey, a hockey sweater, excuse me, Scott, year-round because it's going to be too damn hot to wear that in August when it's 90 degrees. So I'm going to Spoken like a true pussy. <laughs> If it's a fresh enough jersey, you can do it any time. Because I'll tell you what, I rocked my Charlie Conway in July, bitch. That uh, that's a fair point. Uh, Biscuit saying that you got your guns are twenty twos, Drew. Uh, twenty two calibers. All right, here we go. Let's. This is the last one we're gonna do in sip chug drain pour. At least they're not a nine mil. Then this is uh, this one was inspired by a post in the group. Uh, Jenny of Ohio, good friend who I think I've Ooh. got a bet with coming up this weekend for FC Cincinnati. Ooh, this woman. I don't know, but she uh, she had posted something about. Uh, 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 Sean Astin and people knowing Sean Astin from different movies depending on when they were born. So we're doing Sean Astin sip, chug, drain, pour. Uh, So we'll start off Sean Astin as Mikey in the Goonies. Uh, Second option here for you is obviously... That that, that 
super action flick. It's a Goonies. it's a kids action movie Goonies. <laughs> I never forgot, forget. I forgot all about that. Damn. Bro. Oh, I, as soon as you said it, Damn. I was like, if he brings up Goonies, I'm going action. Damn, bro, that's well played. That's well played. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Uh, all right, so uh, I forget that was him too, man. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of like, people. He looked like a normal was... human in that movie. Well, and this is this Ooh, is. By the way, Scott, your you boys, the Braves, just went up to one of the Yankees. Uh, Freeman yard with you, a man on first. You think I don't know? <laughs> He's uh, already texting right, people talking sorry. trash. I'm all right. just trying to give you updates. Second. I had to throw on I had to throw on TV because what's his name saying all the MLS games got postponed. Well, talk about fake news, asshole. That's right. I fell for it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Second option. Sorry, on the sip chug drain pour. Sean Aston style is obviously Sean Aston and Rudy, one of the greatest movies ever made. And finally, Sean Aston as Bob from Stranger Things. And I just love the progression of Sean Aston in these pictures. Drew, oh, I am going to go to you oh. first. Uh, sip chug drain pour. Sean Aston Goonies. Sean Aston Rudy. Sean Aston Stranger Things. So real quick shout out, no spoiler alerts, because I ain't caught up on Stranger Things, and it's still within the five-year window, so don't fuck with me on that. window? <laughs> yeah, there's a rule. Isn't that the rule? Like, you have five years to watch something before spoiler alerts just bunk? <laughs> ah, whatever. Anyways. Five years. Um, Good lord. This is pretty clear to me. Uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously, you drain poor... Sean Aston in Stranger Things. I mean, look at his fat ass. Like, basically right there, he looks like Rudy in present day. And I ain't got no need for that. He like, looks we don't like care about what Rudy. happened to Rudy after he got out of college football like any good student athlete, right? You come in, you win his football games, and you leave, and we never see you again, nor have to worry about you or your problems dealing with the fact you peaked when you were 22. Don't care. Don't want to sign up for it. Got nothing to do with that. So drain poor Sean Aston as Kevin or whatever he is. Bob. 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 Kevin. Bob. Kevin. Bob. Kevin or Bob. Kevin or both very appropriate Bob. names. There. Just insert white guy name here. Yeah. And let me just quickly look. <laughs> Sean Aston is viewers. Chuck. Cool. No Bobs or Kevins. We're good. Um, <laughs> so of course, then I'm gonna have to to chug him in Goonies, which I wish there was a way to sit both of those because. Just such an American classic film, but we all know mm. that the right answer here is to absolutely every day sip Rudy. You damn right. You damn right. I'm not right. gonna waste any more words. That's it is what it is. Scott, I'm gonna jump in here. I agree a hundred percent with Drew. You drain poor uh Stranger Things, Sean Aston. You chug uh, Goonies, Sean Aston, mainly because he wasn't the best character in that movie. He was he was up there, he was good. But let's face it. He was it. too busy getting in on the action. I mean, <laughs> there wasn't any time for sure. him to actually act. He was he was too busy diving from explosions. Also, he so. did he get also to looked like a normal human. He got to kiss the the hot girl in the movie uh, when she thought she was kissing uh, Thanos instead, but she actually kissed Mikey. So that was a big move for him. But Chunk is the go to in that movie. So yes. I'm I'm gonna chug Sean Aston and Goonies, and then obviously sip Rudy because. Unlike what Ed Mayhall claims in the uh, in the chat here that Rudy is overhyped, it is the greatest movie ever made. Uh, if you ever want to just have a good man cry, just throw on Rudy, and as soon as they lay those jerseys down, oh, you're going to get those man tears going. Uh, Scott, sip, chug, drain, pour, 
Goonies, Rudy, Stranger Things, Sean Astin. Guys, we, we finally agree on something. We are absolutely in agreement on chugging the Goonies here. Like, wow! I, I can't believe it. But then wow. you dumb motherfuckers messed up on what you drain, pour, and chug, and we absolutely, or we sip it on and uh, and drain, pour, and it's absolutely sipping Bob. He was amazing in Stranger Things, and fuck Rudy, <laughs> that movie sucks. It's overrated. <laughs> Notre Dame can suck these nuts. And I'm out. Scott, we saved college football this year for you. <laughs> You really gonna do us like that? Also, you heard me. Also, let's give some uh, let's give some listeners here a shout out. JB saying he's gonna drain poor Rudy because it's blatant revisionist history. <laughs> he's gonna chug the Goonies and sip Stranger Things because his fat ass is dead, and I don't have to watch him anymore. <laughs> Suck your spoilers, Drew. <laughs> I mean, JB and I ended up at the same conclusion, but I actually liked Bob. Was also, uh, Biscuit, also with the same conclusion of sipping Stranger Things, chugging the Goonies, and drain-pouring Rudy, he says, fuck Rudy, I'm a Georgia Tech fan and have to watch them carry that ass hat off the field during our game. Oh, man. I never thought about that. I never Biscuit, thought about that's a you problem, bro. I like, never thought on, about Georgia that. Tech fans having to like hate that movie because it happened to them. I'm more shocked. I'll never watch We Are Marshall. I'm more shocked (laughs) that I just come in contact with a Georgia Tech fan. Right. I didn't think that exists. I didn't think that was a thing. Uh, Seriously. The Ramblin' Wreck has fans outside of people who went to Georgia Tech. Weird. Calvin Johnson posters on the wall, huh? (laughs) All right. Oh, rest in peace. All right, this has been Sip, Chug, Drain, Pour. This was a very fun one. Uh, guys, it is time to get very serious on the show. Uh, I don't. I wish I had some uh, transition music or something to do here uh, because... Actually, let's do let's do a quick uh, quick thank you uh, to one of our sponsors because uh, we're about to get it's about to get crazy and and we need to do something to break up the the, the you know everything here. Let's uh, let's give a shout out to Dugout Mugs. It's what we drink our beers out of, everybody, and you should too. Head on over to dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Baseball season is in full swing, kind of, and there's only one way every baseball fan should be enjoying their beer, and that's from a Dugout Mugs baseball bat mug. Head on over to dugoutmugs.com slash craft and get 15% off your order. All of your favorite teams, customizable designs, wine glasses made from bats, bat shot glasses, and bottle openers made from baseballs. They got it all. Hit them up. Dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Also, they have like a tabletop baseball game that I'm so close to pulling the trigger on, man. It looks so cool. You like roll a dice and it tells you if you get a double play or a single or whatever and you move these pegs around the bases. Oh, it just looks so good. Dude, those games are so much fun. I know. Write it off as an education expense for teaching kids at home. Oh, that's a good call. Teach them about math and stuff. That's the only way that kids are going to get into baseball. I'll tell you that much. That's very true. That's very true. All right, so uh, this is... You um, said we're going to get serious. Are we going to talk about the Ted Lasso sitcom? uh, What? Who? Uh, huh? I'm pretty sure it's time to talk about hard knocks, baby. Oh, I was going to, I was going to Jason Sudeikis, Tottenham football coach. Oh, that's guy. right. He does have his, that's it. That is. Oh, I saw a commercial for that earlier. Yeah. And I was like, that looks good. That does look good. I mean, Jason Sudeikis, he doesn't really, but it's on Apple TV. So it's like who, what five people have that? Uh, it, it, I do. I, I got you. I do. Oh, two. I, yeah, yep. we'll, okay. We'll good. We got okay, you. Cool. Okay. Cool. <laughs> 
No, we'll I wanted it. to. We're not going to talk hard knocks. Let's I mean, I guess we could. It, Scott, we'll find it. Do you want to? Do you want to go NFL or do you want to go college football first, Scott? I felt like we could go college and then graduate to the NFL. Uh, no, but, yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's do college. Did you hear what you said? Okay. Graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys graduate, please. <laughs> so the AP rankings came out this week. They announced their AP rankings for college football and. For some reason, Ohio State is number two. I didn't know that was a thing that could happen this year, uh, but they they have Ohio State at number two. Uh, I the AP rankings are just bizarre at this point. Like you have teams that are not going to be playing football ranked in the top 25. Uh, as a matter of fact, included in the top 10, you have number two, Ohio State. You have number seven, Penn State. You have number nine, Oregon. Three teams in the top 10 are not playing this year. And when you expand it out and look even further, Washington's in there at number 12. You got Michigan at number 16, USC at number 17, Minnesota at 19. Uh, so there is just like Iowa. It's going to be real awkward come playoff time when they're all undefeated. <laughs> and they're up at the top of the rankings, but can't be in the playoffs. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, you know, but Scott, that's exactly what it is, though. You understand how this works, right? Like, this is all really just this the things that were below the surface rising up in the way that the polls in the preseason are built to gamify things, to elevate the SEC and William Sweeney because he's in their pocket. That's all it is, is so that in situations where teams would have played the Ohio States, the Wisconsin's, the Penn States, whatever, they get an automatic win against a top five team and then then their ranking goes up. And the SEC is the only smart conference at this point. Never thought I'd say that, Uh, but they are the only ones that have figured out later losses hurt more. So pack your schedule early on with your big time conference games so that you lose. And it's like, Oh, I just lost the number three. So it doesn't hurt me that bad. And you don't fall very far. And then at the end of the year, you play little sisters of the poor before you have your one rivalry game that gets you into the, the, like the SEC has figured out how to game the system, but so why why are we always giving the little sisters of a poor a pass? Because clearly you can't be I mean, the poor and get paid seven hundred fifty thousand nah, dollars to get your ass kicked. Here's Alabama. the thing about little sisters of the poor: they will schedule anybody. They play everybody, and I respect the hell out of that. That's a team that will play anybody. They play Bama, they play Notre Dame, they play everybody. Little sisters of the poor plays everybody. You gotta you gotta give them credit. Um, before we get into our rankings, I want to know: is never this, forget App State, baby? Is, is this the year that we get a group of five team into the playoffs? Considering you don't have a Big Ten champion to get in, mm. the Pac-12 champion wasn't getting in anyways because it's a Pac-12. I mean, it's but, yeah, right? like, uh, exactly. But and the fact that Notre Dame is playing in the ACC, so they're going to have to play Clemson and potentially play them again in a uh, ACC championship so, game. That's so going to knock losses. out. Well, but that's going to knock out one of those too. So you have ACC champion, SEC champion, Ooh, Big Twelve or does champion. Does it set up an Alabama Auburn rematch situation? Well, I mean, I feel like that's what everybody will expect is two SEC teams to get in. But do you think this is the year? No, because dude, you I'm d- talking about Notre Dame and Clemson. Fuck the SEC. <laughs> they get one. What this is your Scott question. looking what? around is my favorite. <laughs> the odd okay. look to the side. <laughs> Uh, but do you think like you what group see of five conferences are still playing the, uh, the AAC, still... the AAC is still playing and you see you see and UCF are both in the top 25. So they, right, right. they have but a legit other power fives or are we just saying AAC? I'm just saying AAC just is if there is a group of five that gets in. I think the most important question is what do the rankings look like in week two? 
for the teams that aren't playing. Right? Like, do, do they, they just drop them? Stay? Or do they just stay? Like they're just like, well, well they didn't lose. That's normally so. what happens when they have a bye. They either like move up ahead of somebody who lost <laughs> ahead of them. Like I want, I want Alabama to lose the first game, and then Ohio State becomes, or I guess Clemson is number one. Clemson loses their first game, and then Ohio State becomes number one. There are twenty-one people. Twenty-one oh people God, voted no. for Ohio State to be yeah. number one. Or, no, sure. This is what it's going to be. So, so Clemson is going to play their first game on a Saturday, right? And so Thursday they they have their tests, and a bunch of dudes test positive, <laughs> and like sixty of the guys on the team have to sit out. So they lose the game because they only field like forty something people, and they lose the first game, but they stay at number one because you know what's going to happen? They're like, well. The COVID got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're make still excuses. a really talented right. football team. If they That's had, go if they had everybody, they would have won they, that game. If they had had the whole squad, I love rankings, <laughs> right? Like, you know, right. what's going to happen is it's going to come out that basically the rankings are done by them simulating it all in NCAA football, which we don't get to play, but they use for the rankings. And then they only adjust after the fact to be like, nah, that one's fucked up. We got to fix that. But everything else, cool. We're good. We don't have to actually watch these real games. <laughs> Eh, just bring back the BCS for one season. Why the hell not? Sure, let's uh, screw it at this point. Uh, let's <laughs> let's do. You can't you can't fix your schedule at this point, right? Like it is what it is, almost. Right. Let's do our rankings uh, because we are going to do. Here's the thing about the rankings: they don't matter. Like the NCAA, the NCAA does not. I don't know if you guys know this. The NCAA does not recognize a single national champion. So any organization could technically name a national champion and the NCAA could potentially recognize it. Like that's why there's an AP national champion. That's why there's the, the Yankees continue to suck. (laughs) That's why there's an AP national champion. That's why there's like the USA today national champion. Like you could potentially have a, a format that gets picked up and the NCAA recognizes that as a national champion. So I think what we need to do is start doing our own polls. We're not going to do a top 25 list because that's way too much. So we're going to do our way top 10. Better. Drew, we, we talked about this before the show. We huddled up. We broke down schedules. We looked at depth charts. Uh, we, we examined all of the data. Drew, mm-hmm. who is our number 10 this and week? Just, Preseason just number clear. 10. This is us embarking upon a journey that will lead to a craft brewed sports national, national champion. champion. Yes, yes. At we are the going to college football yes. season. But ladies and gentlemen, this is unprecedented. We have never made our own top ten. So this is the first time in That's right. yes. podcast history that the craft brewed sports top ten two hundred is being released. Two hundred plus All episodes. Seven Here of you are witnessing history. This take is place a before this your is eyes. a big deal. This is Wait, a big no, deal. No, sorry. All four of you, because we're all watching, are witnessing <laughs> history before your eyes. All right, uh, Drew, who is so number coming 10? Coming in here at number 10 is, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, Michigan. <laughs> not the school. Not oh. that school up north. You know, not those pricks oh. in the, 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 the navy blue and that yellow and, and that asshole with his slacks. No. The state of Michigan is coming at number 10. Like, look, let's be honest. Detroit was a COVID hotbed, but you know what? They did it better than anyone else could at the time. Flint, you still don't really want to get into the water there, so they're still selling bottled water by the millions. And realistically, the best thing to come out of the season is that Jim Harbaugh will not lose to Ohio State this year. So because of all of those reasons, Michigan, the state, both peninsulas, the upper and the lower, 
I don't know if this is the right way or whatever, but you pee, <laughs> you pee for life. baby. Congratulations, Michigan. Uh, number Coming 10 number on 10. the initial craft root sports college football rankings. Number nine this year uh, in our preseason top 10, the transfer portal. Listen, everybody, this is going to be a big factor in this college football season. We already have a lineman from UCLA who is, uh, he's entered the transfer portal. He's hoping to play in the ACC or SEC this season. It's just going to keep happening as we ramp up to the season. The transfer portal is going to take down more Pac-12 and big teams than tattoos <laughs> or paying Reggie Bush. Transfer portal number nine. Scott, who's Ooh. number eight? Well, coming in at a solid number eight is yards. And, and that's not the amount of yards that are going to be racked up this season because, let's be honest, this will be the lowest amount of yards in college football history based on the fact that there are a whole bunch of teams not playing. Big 12 still playing. You're good. Oh, well, yeah, that's fine. But even, <laughs> even still, even the, the, the 200 yards a week that the Big Ten gathers. Um, but we've got the yards, which are the front and back parts of all of our yards. That's right, because we're going to be able to do yard work this Saturdays. I expect championship yard work to come out of every single house on every single street. That's where the real competitions are going to be on Saturday. Your neighbor, Bob, who's over there beating your ass because he trimmed his hedges at 8 o'clock in the morning. Morning, and you didn't get out there till three and I've got no excuse. You got no excuse because Ohio state isn't playing that noon game. Get your ass out there and fix up your yards. Yards are coming in at number eight this week. Get them green stain, new balances, ready to roll yards at number eight. Drew who's number seven. What I really don't understand is how Bob can be that fat and still trim those hedges every day like that. <laughs> He's, he does work. He does work. I will say this, though. Really, let's keep an eye out on yards because they could sneak up if that side yard gets put on point. So just Ooh, keep an eye on them yeah. to move up quick and move up early as things I mean, go yards, down early. Yards have a great trajectory ahead of them this college they football They do. Season. They've, got a, they've got opportunities They've got a soft schedule, schedule on the back end. That's, that's for sure. right. They do. Exactly. They so really they do. Because, I mean, you stop paying attention to them once it gets cold outside. But the early part of their schedule, that's, that's where right. they're beating ass. It's that's rough. Right. I mean, and not only, let's face it, the heat normally takes out yards anyway. So this, right. it's right. it's going to be tough for them in the early going. We've but if they can get through. Watering and doing stuff. Like, they're looking better now than they ever have. If they could get through season. the first part of the season, they are they stand a chance. Speaking of which, wives and kids are coming in at number seven Ooh. here. And I expect them to hold stronghold tight, but I just don't know that they have that that top-end ceiling they need to make that playoff push. There's a lot of opportunities still, but with us all being at home, with college football not being on the TV all the time, with, with pro football being truncated and probably compressed down, there's going to be a lot less drunk assholes rolling around. Mm -hmm. So honestly, wives and kids may have a real solid showing this season. Keep a watch out for how family time on the weekends and maybe even Monday nights might spike them to be a top four team coming to the latter end of the season. Could be what's so good. Wives and kids at number seven. What could hurt wives and kids though is the fact that now husbands are required to be around their wives and kids more, and the wives and kids could get sick of them uh, a lot more. So and they realize you know, that dad really is a dick and he should drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, I mean, when they're taking care of their yards, I mean, how much time are they really spending? That's a good point. That's a good oh, point. See, that's different. Though, Scott, I feel like at the end of the season, yards is going to have. That's near, a near by, that's a very right good point. over wives. Well, and, and yards and wives and kids, they've got that conference championship game down. Look, the rankings sort themselves out at the end. It's okay, true, and yeah. eventually, but, 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 but that's why of, we put them next to each other. They're right there. They're right there. 
because they're equal, and we'll see how things play look. Out. And this isn't a dad bias on this show, okay? This is no, just sir. how the ranks. We looked into this. We studied the it data. This is, is what it we is. We pulled Joe. He abstained. He did. Uh, very weird. Yeah. Uh, he just read the tweet and then didn't respond. Number six this uh, this preseason ranking: Mississippi coaches. Um, and by that, we are talking about. Leach and Lane, two favorites here on this show. We love these guys. Other That's conferences. That's the buddy cop movie I want to see. It really is. Uh, and thank you for stealing the joke at the end of the description. I appreciate that. Oh, but, son of a bee. Uh, I didn't even see that. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Other conferences are shutting down. Leach and Austrian Lane. laugh. Leach, <laughs> Leach and Lane still get a chance to go after Saban and the rest of the SEC. Uh, they're going to be pulling in those guys from the transfer portal. Uh, Mike Leach came out and said he's got the cure for hiccups already. You just take a teaspoon of sugar. The, look, these guys the are... The fuck is he, Mary Poppins? Exactly. These guys are they're just constant content. Uh, between Leach pulling on Lane's mask and an event encouraging Mississippi residents to take things seriously to their outspoken nature these two are going to get a reality tv show before this is all over mississippi coaches number six i mean I, lane kiffin is the official head coach of crapper he really is he really is i mean you gotta love lane uh well not that i would win but we didn't vote on that <laughs> we didn't have to he's the official he's not at usc anymore you can like him well, too. i was gonna say he's not at usc you one of me and job saying so i'm fucked yep, anyways, you're, you're but out I just uh, yeah, make it known. scott <laughs> who's who's number five in our college football rankings well uh, football is still going to happen in some capacity and i guess that means that uh college game day is still happening at least that's what they're saying so everybody's still gonna get to uh see see the gang come to the city <laughs> and uh lee corso is gonna be along with them now this oh, you old... mean lee corpso because that's yeah i was gonna say corso's been struggling for the past few years and that was before covid so imagine corso going city to city in, in the hotbed of the south where they're probably going to be for all of the these games because right. if you're eliminating the Big Ten, that means they'll just be like, all right, I guess we're just going to the SEC. So they're probably just going to hang out down there where COVID. Is, you the know. northernmost point would be South Bend. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, won't do that. Likely. And they won't do that because those games are going to be on NBC, so they will never go to a Notre yeah. Dame home game. But but Corso is from that, you know. Uh, dick clark uh club where you know it's just like man you think every year eh, lee corso's problem that can last much longer but he keeps hanging on so uh, right now we got him at number five uh, hanging on through covid and making it through this season Look, at man, least alive 20 2020 already took alive. regis from us they can't take regis and lee there's no way. And that's exactly what Corso was probably thinking. As soon as Reed just croaked, he's like, I'm good. I'm making it to 2021 yeah, exactly. at least. You know what? Mookie's hot bets right here. Put down a stack on Corso making it to 2021. Now, his ass going to die at 12.01 a.m. Jan 1, but that don't matter. Biscuit, sure. Biscuit making the joke I was going to make. He said Corso should just leave the mascot head on because of COVID. I was going to say he's got a mask. He's he's wearing a mask. You do a socially uh, distant set, and then he puts the mascot mask on and just leaves it on through the whole show, and he's fine. Uh, Corso, do you, is he just on strings You know strings what, though? That might point? be the sneaky thing is wearing those dirty-ass masks with all those sweaty uh, mascot you know, college students wearing Wearing that stuff before may have made him immune to it. It's very possible. He he could live to be 212. Drew, uh, give us so numbers. How is this going to hurt Herb Street's, uh, Herd Street? Herd, Herb Street. Herd Street. Got it. Herd, Man, it's, it's Herd 12%. that? Yeah, Herd <laughs> that. 
How's this going to hurt his game with the co-eds? Mm, now that ain't going to suffer. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Let's face it. <laughs> he, he, he ain't got to worry about that. Herb Street, that, That's pandemic proof, baby. <laughs> I say, speaking of not worrying about suffering, we got Clemson and Bama coming in at four and three because our favorite assholes of the South could never, ever be stopped from playing football, winning games, and talking about the program in the process. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Nick and William, they will be competing in the college football playoffs this next year, no matter what. We could see a situation where those two motherfuckers going to be playing out there doing two-hand touch, figuring out rules with dummies and, you know, <laughs> five Mississippi counts on the rush. They will be playing because that's what Nick and William do. So that's but, why Clemson and Alabama come in at number four and number three. Fuck you both. But most importantly, neither of them think it's about the money. It's not. It's about player safety. They're safer on campus than they are at home. It's about guys. these kids growing as young Look, men. where they're molding these players into men. That's, right. that's what they're Future doing. Future leaders taking, of yes, America. That's what they're doing. Important life lessons. They are not using and abusing college players to get rich. They are just using no, college players already rich, to entertain Michael. other people. I was going to say, neither of them is sleeping on a bed of diamonds every night while the kids... That would be very uncomfortable, pitch. right? That would be super uncomfortable, a bed of How diamonds. you make that much money at the expense of somebody else? I feel like you can uh, go... Mike, they're like really finely ground Oh, okay, diamonds. it's like diamond dust? Yeah. yeah. All right. okay, I mean, they, of course they make it comfortable. That's fair. Uh, number two on our top ten, the NBA bubble. Surprise uh, showing here in our preseason top ten. But the NBA bubble, look, it's been entertaining. It's been a source of great content. It's working. Uh, the NBA bubble has all of the intangibles that you really look for. Very strong showing lands them high in the rankings. What's going to struggle is the fact that it's going to go away here soon, and we don't know what's going to happen as the bubble starts coming back. But – the NBA bubble preseason number two. I don't know if they're going to be able to hang on to the ranking, but it's definitely a strong starting for, uh, for the NBA bubble. Look, look, man, as long as we get Russ and James, just chopping it up, we'll be good. We got, we got to get some more of those, uh, get some more of those, uh, those pool side talks, yeah, right? Pool parties. Uh, Scott. Also, have you seen this NBA playoff bracket? It's the craziest looking ass thing with Portland and Memphis playing a, a one game series there. I want more play-in games. I want a play-in game every year. Give me play-in games all the time. Spoken Seriously. like a true Dayton fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw that. Scott, who is our number one in the first ever Craft Root Sports College Football Poll? It is my distinct honor to reveal the number one because I have been calling this since the spring games. I knew back then that this up-and-coming freshman, there was no way that they were going to be stopped. And they're like little sisters of the poor. They'll play anyone. The only difference is they beat everyone. Hell, they've already taken out two of the top five power conferences. That is none other than COVID. COVID is the number one preseason ranked team, and I highly doubt that it'll lose the top spot, not even by accident. COVID will be standing there when every when all the dust settles and everybody else is left. COVID is your number one team going into this season. I mean, COVID's going undefeated, right? There's no doubt about it. COVID is uh, COVID is taking out everybody. In fact, COVID might cancel the season early. So, I mean, it'll be the first champ at mid-year. Oh, there you go. First wow. ever, first ever champion. That's a bold claim, Scott. And I, you know what? I can't even argue the fact. I think you're right. I think COVID takes this title handily this year. 
It's going to take see, a massive where, effort where, for that for where, anybody to knock COVID off. Where I'm really struggling with this, though, Scott, and again, Mike said earlier, we talked pre-show, we really aligned on these rankings and put a lot of effort into them. And then I went to Vegas and tried to find a book to take that action. How do how help me out, man? How do I do that? Like, how do, how does one Vegas put money down knows. on COVID to win it all? I would say over under Halloween <laughs> season being over. Word. All right, cool. That helps a lot, actually. I appreciate yeah. that. There you go. The Word. first ever Craft Root Sports college football top 10 we will name our our own national champion and i will petition the ncaa to recognize that national champion uh because they they will if you look the, the it'll say like ap yeah or it'll say, say how hard can that BCS. be right no it, i don't we think we probably just got to fill out some forms and shit right? yeah like we we could totally do this and i and i know i normally say i'm gonna do something and then i don't do it uh but i'm going to try to figure this out to get us recognized as a college football if it involves pollster. punching mark emmert in the face i'm in i I feel like we have to pay money. Like I think that's what it's going to come down to, and I'm not going to do that. I'm no, I feel like you no, know, I feel like it's different though. In the sense, it's it's more of like you know uh, Hercules deeds. Like we don't punch Mark Emmert, but we punch five people on behalf of him. That's a fair point. Yeah. So we go and like we kick Jim Harbaugh on the balls, <laughs> right? I'm and out. We go. <laughs> oh. You All right. Don't want to kick Jim Let's, Harbaugh on the ball. No, Scott's nope, a Niners a fan. Bit. He loves Harbaugh. Come on. Oh, man. To yeah. the end. Wait, so on, John's bro. the one in Michigan then. No. No. Jim, Jim is the one in Michigan. Jim what the hell, man. Wait, okay, wait, time out. Twelve percent. So, all right, let's have Wait, the, no, no, no. let's have you, Drew you do that college you, football. Let's do that college football. You don't want to kick the Michigan coaches. No, nuts. because he used to coach at San Francisco and Scott loves him. Yes, Dwayne like Foxworth. we've been over this. This isn't new news. Dwayne yeah, but he's not there now. Dwayne Foxworth. Doesn't matter. You get a lifetime pass for what he did. He Dwayne also Foxworth. didn't believe anything. <laughs> let's he talk took us hard knocks. Doldrums, man. Let's talk yes, hard knocks. Please, let's talk. Okay, hard I know. Listen, we had talked before about how we were going to do hour and a half shows. We we're going to stop at nine thirty. I feel like we need to talk hard knocks and we need to talk this boycott. Like we can't close out the show and not talking. about it. I know that was like going to be the thing, but we have to talk about that. So let's do we hard absolutely. knocks now. Uh, let's talk hard knocks. We'll do a couple minutes there and then we'll talk boycotts before we close out the show. Uh, so this week we saw training camp continue. Still no preseason games, which is making this is it's a weird hard knock season. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't like watching just practice over and over again. I stand by my quick assertion that was made last week that uh, what's his face? The uh, the the young dude who's getting cucked by his wife, whose fiance is cheating on him. I can't think. Why can't I think of the dude's name? Jared, Jared Goff. No, the the coach. The coach. Oh, Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Thank you. God, I couldn't come up with that. I but I'm pretty ten- sure that Jared Goff is also. Yes, bad, probably. Bad uh, I continue to uh, to think that uh, Sean McVay is nothing more than just a young John Gruden. He's annoying. I hate him so much. He's never going to be that great. He says the same bullshit that John Gruden does. I can't stand him. Uh, he's going to get hired by a billion teams after this and finally yep. sought after, but never well, be, actually win anything. Because he will totally go into broadcasting and be a decent broadcaster, but he is going to be that guy that just... Ugh, I hate that we're going to have to deal with Sean McVay for a long time because it's nothing but Grudenisms from that dude. Uh, Scott, you were very excited about this episode. You thought you took a lot out of this one. 
Oh my God, I took so much. But most importantly, I want a rap battle between Melvin Ingram III and Dame Dollar or Dollar Dame, whatever we're calling him, because that, that, that was the most fire part of the entire show. It's like, uh, okay, so people are really probably sick of seeing Zoom meetings by now. Spoiler alert. Yes. So they decided they're going to follow Mel- Melvin Ingram to the studio where we got him spitting bars. And I'm like, man, I mean, this is at least interesting. Uh, so I, 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 my first thought was Dame Dollar and Melvin Ingram got to get. I'd love to see that. With masks and social distancing, but they definitely have to have like a. Can we get a versus between them? Ooh, instead yeah. of instead of Brandy versus Monica, can we do Dame Dollar and Melvin Ingram? I'm all about that. Uh, I also really enjoyed the uh, the the Chris Harris uh, shit talk about covering Keenan Allen. And- <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> and, and him being like, all they showed, of course, for the, the effect was, all right, well, we're going to show Keenan Allen after we talked him up, and they show him beating Chris Harris. And then Chris Harris immediately says, Hey, well, I beat him 12 out of 17 times I showed, so it's all good. It's all good. And I was like, that's fine. DB shit talking going on right there. DBs are all about that shit talking life where it's like they'll get beat 12 times, but on that 13th one, they take it to the house. They're like, yeah, I'm the best corner there's ever been. The quarterback quarterback just has to overthrow the wide receiver, and the DB's like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's like, bro, you didn't even do anything there. It's like, you know what? He did a lot of work making sure that he cut off his route early. (laughs) Right, except it was a a screen pass, and the the quarterback totally misses the target. The DB's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, bro, you okay. But my absolute. They're just playing for not a completion because these dudes wish they could catch, but they don't. That's why they're on that side of the ball. No matter what happens, Happens, the DBs just live to throw their arms out with the, you know, absolutely. The, that's yes. it. No, no matter what happens, whether it was because of something they did or not, they're like, yeah, that's right. I <laughs> shut them down. They can't catch it. <laughs> me. But my favorite part about hard knocks this week is you're seeing two LA teams and who is one of the last people on earth that you would think would pop up in hard knocks in 2020, but motherfucking Brett Favre on a zoom call. <laughs> Oh, uh, my excuse me. Excuse God. me. Papa Brett. Papa oh, Brett. <laughs> please use this. So please use this Christian name. That moment was when I texted you and said, I got jokes because <laughs> I was waiting to be like, hey, you're going to show Jen Sturger on this? Hey, hey, Brett, why don't you whip out your dick on this Zoom call and see if you get a little action going? Like, I don't fucking- know. I don't know who that dude is. He was a seventh round pick. Like he was, he's likely he could not make the team. It's very possible, but like he, they're building him up. He's the the, li- uh, the linebacker from yeah. Baylor. Yeah, he, he's he, well, he, he's the white kid that like average white people can latch on to because they can't associate well, there's, with themselves with them. But they're like, oh, I can get behind this hardworking Baylor. He's, he's a gym grinder. rat. He's well, a gym and, rat. Yeah, and there's there's rat, always right. like they always take two two guys who are on the fringe and they follow both of them. And nine times out of ten, one of them goes and one of them stays. So you got that cornerback that Dude, was nine like. Nine times out of ten, they both get cut. No, there's always one that it's like, oh, that my guy made it. Or, oh, no, my guy didn't make it and this guy made it. Come on. So you got that cornerback that it was like uh, making all oh, the jokes my God, about. The Rams, that guy's so yes. fucking annoying. He's super annoying. But that's the. So that's the one side of it. And then you got this linebacker who's all. He won't swear. Why are you not swearing? You're a goddamn NFL linebacker. 
you won't swear. If he says shucks one more time, I'm going to fucking break my TV. Oh it my drives God. me nuts. Uh, but this dude is just like... When he when they showed his draft uh, party where he got the call when he got drafted and he's like, let's go, coach. Let's do this. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. And he said something about grabbing his nuts. I don't know. It was very strange. Uh, and then found out he that he was swear. like, no, he didn't swear. And then he found out. Grabbed his nuts. <laughs> and then we find out he's got a tie to Brett Favre. And it's like, oh, man, this yeah, that, dude is that the just worst. ruined it. But I the think my worst. favorite, my favorite is it is it Juju? Is that his name? The 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 undrafted free agent that the Rams side with the toothpick. I'm all about that dude. The dude with the toothpick. <laughs> I like that he wore it. He's out here rocking a toothpick with his mask on. I was like, Dusty Baker Jr. out here is my new favorite on the show. He wore a toothpick. He took a wore a mask and put a toothpick <laughs> in. That, oh, that's so good. Uh, Drew's Drew, absolute favorite. Drew, catch up on Hard Knocks, please, so that you can join in next week. Uh, <laughs> there's only a couple episodes left, so yeah, catch I'll up. Yeah, do what I can. Well, <laughs> and if if Sean McVay is, is the the cuck of the show, then it's definite. It makes total sense that his quarterback Jared Goff is the simp of the show. This is my uh, beautiful girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> it's like even she was like, "Good God." Man. <laughs> So fucking I, like, like Jared Goff is exactly what I've thought about him since he got into the league. Like this dude that tries to rally people like he doesn't inspire any type of confidence. And the only reason he succeeds is because he's got a, a, a quarter. Or a, and I will give uh, McVay credit. Like he is an offensive mastermind. And that's the only reason is Goff is in a system quarterback. But otherwise, there's nothing inspiring about that dude. There's nothing about him that you're like, yeah, this guy would lead me into battle and we'd win because of him. Uh, would you think he'd lead uh, you into a? Well, never mind. We need to go there. It's fine. <laughs> would you into an Asian bathhouse? Man. Would you think say, of all I know is Sean and Jared are much closer than anyone would have really want to admit, and <laughs> there's a reason their wives are cucking them. What do you think, Lynn's uh, wide receiver coach, who was featured heavily in this week's episode? The dude, oh, who, like, the, right off the jump, there's it, always that guy who's like, "Man, you know how I'm gonna make my name on this show? I'm gonna cuss a whole. I'm gonna be, lot. I'm gonna be football guy. I'm gonna be football <laughs> guy. And this dude's like, you got block somebody. I, I've said it nice. I've said it mean. I've, I've been nice. I've, and I'm like, dude, you are such a douchebag. Like, what a douchebag. You want to make He's this team? Definition. You want to make right. this team? You block somebody. He's the definition of like football. He's what everybody thinks about every football coach ever. He's the 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 caricature of it because he's just like this is life changing money you can fucking make out here. And all you gotta do is fucking block. You won't be a charger. Not on Anthony Lynn's charges. Not if you don't fucking block. And I was like, dude, I love this guy because he's so over the top and of course they use that for the intro and I, my thought was i bet this is the most ex- entertaining part of this whole show and i was absolutely right <laughs> I, I did like when they cut to lynn in his office and he's like yeah I, you just got block i i tell the offensive coordinator every week feed him because he blocks it's like god damn it is that, like that's your that's your that's how you're judging your wide receivers that's, that's is, how the no does that's he how block. the Chargers are gonna win this year they're gonna block they're gonna have blocking gonna wide block. receivers that's no, what's gonna they're do just it. gonna block everyone's gonna block 
But it's so I'll be able to block. The most underrated part of the show was during the credits, just before it faded to black, with the offensive lineman that got caught on camera with his straw <laughs> flipping his drink back into his face as he looks around the room trying to see if anybody saw it, and then finally realizes <laughs> the camera was on him, and he points to the camera, and I'm like, "Fucking great, right there." By the way, I didn't realize that Facebook automatically adds subtitles, but Biscuit's saying the subtitles on here keep replacing cuck or cucking with cook and yep. cooking, which changes the whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know what they say, that cuck can cook. So let's, uh, l- all right, let's, uh, let's oh, switch You, you might just break cook. Facebook right there. I might have broken Facebook. Uh, they're, you they're longer than, um, all right. So I, I do want to get serious for a second because this is, uh, the, there's been a shift in sports that happened today. Like it literally happened before we got on uh, with like the show. Four or five hours ago, we were like ready to go, and there was stories coming out about the Celtics uh, potentially boycotting tonight, not wanting to play the game, and then out of nowhere, which nobody was talking about, the Bucks. The Bucks decided they're not coming out on the court. Uh, the clock hit zero. The Bucks were nowhere to be found. The game was delayed, eventually postponed, uh, and it, it all centers around uh, the shooting in Wisconsin where a a dude was shot seven times in the back. The NBA has been forefront. They've been the only league that has really been forefront in terms of social justice since the return. You've got players wearing messages on their backs. You've got the court says Black Lives Matter. You have people who are taking their post-game interviews and taking that opportunity to talk about social justice issues. Uh, So the NBA has really been forefront. So to see these guys basically say look we aren't playing uh there there are bigger things in the world than what we are doing on this court is a is a pretty big statement especially when it comes to like the playoffs like we're not talking about a regular season game here we're not talking about you know some garbage game between the lakers and a team that isn't going to make the play we are talking about the Eastern Conference semifinals, uh, that, and, and a trip to the Eastern Conference semifinals that they are just saying, no, we're not, we're not in this at this point. Um, I, in, in a bubble where they've put a lot of fucking effort in to figure out how to play these games safely to begin with. Right. With a lot of scheduling concerns, TV media concerns, a lot of extra shit's gone into this on top of playing a game. Yeah. These guys said, nope. I will, and, and Scott, I'll go to you in a minute here, but I just, I, I feel like I, I want to address the people who are saying, what does this prove? Like, what is the point of this? Why would you do this? What do you, what do you hope to accomplish with this? And I, I, from my perspective as a white dude, uh, it comes off to me, like the way I see this is these guys are saying, <sighs> look, and Drew, I'm sorry to bore you. I apologize. Dude, Good I, Lord. It's the 12%, man. Get a like, goddamn Red Bull. What like, are you doing, man? We should have knocked this shit out at the start of the show. Like, <laughs> I don't know why we had the last 90 minutes where there's one other person watching besides us. But um, So I, I feel like what this, what this message is and what I take from this is these players are saying, look, if you don't value black lives to the point that you will not stand up and protect them and make changes in order to keep people from being shot in the back seven times by police, regardless of what the situation is, seven times in the back is insane. 
if you can't accept the fact that these lives matter too, then you don't get us as a product. You don't get to enjoy what we do for a living. You don't get that escape from reality because we don't get to escape this reality. Like this is the statement that was made today by these players. I feel like goes beyond anything that anybody has done up to this point. Like, yes, and, and uh, Gabe chiming in saying this was more than what Cap did. Yes, Cap knelt and he sacrificed his career and that was big. The fact that this was a unified thing, the fact that a bunch of teams joined in on this, the fact that there was more buy-in and everybody was in on this and uh, and the, the statement that I took away from it, 100% agree. This was gigantic uh, and, and a huge thing. I don't know what comes of this. I don't know what the next step is, but the bottom line is if you are not hurting the money, if you don't affect the money, you don't affect change. And the players realize that they can affect the money. So if they're affecting the money, the NBA and granted the NBA is the league that has been forefront on all of this, but maybe this persuades the owners to do more than what they've been doing up to this point. Well, and it wasn't just the NBA. They were the first ones to start it. The NBA started it. The WNBA piled on, MLS piled on, some MLB teams piled on. That's where I'd really want to see it because that's where them crackers live is in baseball. And you start canceling that stuff, and then maybe that moves the needle. Maybe you see some actual visibility. The problem, the thing that discourages me and makes me really disappointed is that the NBA's ratings are plummeting this season. And they've done studies, and it's because Republicans aren't tuning in anymore. But wait, and those are the motherfuckers that that are hang on that now. are cause. I'm I'm saying it like it is, man. This is how I feel, and if you want to jump in, that's fine. But the people that need to hear this and understand this and recognize, like this is not okay. No, that's have already tuned out. That's and fine. That's what pisses me and off. And I'm with you on that. You're you're like this isn't essentially preaching to the choir thing because the people who are watching and consuming the NBA are already on board with the messaging that's going out there. However. To say the their ratings are plummeting, yes, but everybody's ratings are plummeting. Like we're no, we're in no, a I, we're in a no, time no. where ratings are fucking no, I crazy. I understand that point. it's it's not that they've corrected for the way the ratings are plummeting based on the current climate. They're further down because of the demographic that is tuning out because of the social activism, and that's why to me I love the fact that the NBA started it because then other leagues where you cannot escape it are getting on board, and it is building. And what's really going to be impactful and what I would love to see is as the NBA stars continue to push on this, the NFL gets involved. Because if this gets its way into football and players within that sport do the same things, then it's unavoidable. If there are no sports, because not because of COVID, but because we need to fix something that is fundamentally broken their society, then you cannot ignore that. And that's when the money starts to hurt. Well, Drew pretty much stole exactly what I was going to say. Um, the Sorry, NBA. I'm still awake. No, no, I'm no, no, just... no, no, no. You're fine. Uh, it, it just it's it's the the trickle down effect, right? right. So the NBA has it was they're out front and they're, they're really and they're a predominantly black sport. But when you look at the two most predominantly black sports, it's the NFL and the the NBA. And the N NFL is the one that makes the most money and has the most eyeballs and you know has had the most kind of controversy surrounding all of this going back to cap starting at all. Um, and if I, I hope to God that the 
NFL players right now are watching this and saying to themselves or getting together and saying, look, this season is supposed to kick off without a preseason. All we've gotten up to this point of NFL football since the Super Bowl ended was is hard knocks. If they on opening week decide, if any of them say, we're not going to do this, that's the domino. That's the final one that will fall that could possibly do anything to fix all of this or at least get the ball rolling in the right direction to fixing all this because that's the breadwinner. And I, I, I just I hope that that's the case. But, you know, you can't do anything but applaud the NBA players for even yeah. if it, even if everything has been, you know, bastardized and abbreviated because of covid. I mean, imagine if this had happened during, you know, quote unquote, regular times. I mean, obviously they wouldn't be playing right now because the season wouldn't be going on. But if this had happened in the playoffs in May when things were going on normally, like how much of an impact that would have. But still, the fact that those Republicans may have tuned out or the people that, you know, don't watch for whatever stupid reason, um, you know, they're going to hear about this. Like they, they can't avoid it. They can, they can ignore right, the NBA right. all they want on a nightly basis, but they can't ignore the fact that th- this will now enter the news as they're not playing these games. And here's why. So that gets the ball rolling. And it, it's, it, it's great to see that these guys are willing to sacrifice that. And, you know, I, I know that, you know, pe- people can say all they want about how this is bigger than cap, but it all goes back to cap. Cap it is the one who started yeah. all of this and he started it before COVID. He started it before things had gotten out of hand like they had in society now. Cause I mean, it, it's only gotten worse since cap started doing what he did in my eyes. Has it, or are we just more aware? No, we're more, uh, yeah, we're more aware, but I mean, I feel like it's gotten worse, just like the, the tension in, in society, like it's gotten mm-hmm. worse because of it. And so it's all like coming to a head with this right now. And I just hope that it continues to move that way. And I mean, it, it's sad to say, but it, it is going to take the NFL to, to actually move it. It is. And like, that's what's sad is that like, I, I'm, I'm going to call like I see it. Unless you get in a NASCAR, the NFL is the only place that these rednecks are going to see it. That's and that's what it comes down to. People who just think this is just people but bitching about the, another situation while he's in the wrong place, or he should have listened. Like, no, nah, man, fuck that. But like, here's the here's the problem about with that, that, Drew. I agree a hundred percent. But here's the problem: those people who will make those excuses and who will point to whatever rationale they can come up with to justify killing someone because. Or, you know, in this case, severely injuring someone and and permanently paralyzing them because of whatever reason, because they will always back the blue, no matter where this message goes, whether it goes to the NFL, whether it goes, you know, whatever the case may be, it's going to fall on deaf ears. Like those people, those people have taken the approach now where they're just like. No, I won't. I'm then I'm not on board with your pro. I don't watch football anymore then. Like that's fine, the stance fine. that they're going to take. Don't watch football because you know what? Not watching football is going to do is it's going to hurt the money, right? right, right. No, like I you, get if, that. If you take if you take those eyes away from NASCAR and they, you know, the the dip sponsors, the cigarette sponsors, the Bush sponsors, whatever you want to call it, and they lose money, then they will drive the change. I get that, and, and they that's don't give fine. a fuck if those people come back. But that's what's going to finally get. That's fine. No, that's fine. That's fine on on that scale. But I think the the bigger issue is. The people who need to hear this message are tuning it out, regardless of where it comes from. If the NFL players say, 
uh, that's it. We're sitting out. We're not playing this. Like, let's say the the uh, the, the first week of the NFL teams say we're boycotting and we're not going to play for these same reasons. Exactly what happened in the NBA. All that's going to happen is exactly what you talked about with the NBA. Ratings are going to plummet. Yes, the NFL will have to adjust things and they will have to change how they market their product and how they do things. But the people who need to fucking change aren't going to listen because they are just going to tune out the message. And that's the problem that we need to get that's across. That's fine. I don't care. What we need people out my police force. Keep well, those people out my hang on. system. Keep those people out of the places that make these a problem. What we need, Drew, what we need, Drew, is we need white players to fucking start stepping up and saying this shit. Because these rednecks and these people who refuse to listen to the NBA players, who refuse to listen to Cap, oh, they, don't, they don't listen to them either. Then. They will only listen when Brett Favre fucking says it. When Captain Lee, when, you know, Mr. Dungarees, when he says it. They're well, only, well, when Drew Brees when, says it. When Tom Brady says it. Like, those are the athletes that need to step up and deliver this message because otherwise they are not going to, the people who need to hear it will just dismiss it like this is the start and i'm glad that the nba is doing this but the next step has to be white athletes stepping up and saying the same fucking thing they have to deliver the same message and they have to stand in solidarity and they have to say enough is enough otherwise people are just going to tune it out period that's that's fine i completely agree it's got to be needed front it's got to be everyone needs to understand what this matters for and what how this what this means like it's not it's it's not a cheap thing this is important but you know what like i'm not worried about changing billy bob's mind in the trailer i'm worried about the guy in that squad car i'm worried about the judge on that bench and those things need to change first because if those things are fixed and they are fair and they are the way they should be to protect our citizens, then Billy Bob don't fucking but, matter. But those, though, Billy Bob and the the people who you are, ain't gonna change his mind. He is too well ingrained. But but, but you Billy start changing Bob, the systems that oppress our people for no other reason than being who they are, and we will see the change of the Billy Bobs. But the they systems, will decrease and they will die off. The we systems need to get are our in place. Forces right. The systems are in place and the systems are the way they are because the Billy Bobs of the world nope. won't nope. question Our it. systems are in place because of money, man. They're in place because of money. I can't argue Our prison that. system is a for-profit system. I can't argue period, that. Period, end of sentence. Fix I can't, that I can't shit, argue that. Fix that kind of stuff and then all this other crap. Hmm. I, I think we should close this out by saying hats off to the NBA for doing what they did. Uh, yes, I absolutely. think that was a ballsy fucking move of those guys to say we are not playing uh, in a in a meaningful game in a meaningful spot uh, it, under you know intense pressure because of all the things that went in place to get this to happen for them to say nah there's things that are bigger than us right now that need well and to think focus. about the most prominent star from that team too Giannis I mean he's not even from this country originally so I mean that you know that's another thing where it's like people from outside of this country who have ingrained themselves in our culture are like what the fuck is wrong with this place like that's yeah. a huge thing to have you know foreign you know foreign born people come in ingrain themselves and then say this is insane. This isn't how it should be. 
I mean, and he where, where did it where did he come from? Where did, Greece? He was a refugee, from right? Greece. Yeah, well, he's from Greece. Oh, never mind then. All right, my bad. I, 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 um, fuck. What's his name? The the center from the the Raptors. Oh, uh, um, I know you're talking about him blanking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Okay, where, no, he's where, a refugee from. I think he's, he's from Haiti. Yeah. All right, I think uh, I think we've said what we need to say about this. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see where things go from here, uh, and to see because I, I feel like the next thing that has to happen is the NBA players have to demand something. They have to they have to make some type of move because you can't just boycott the game and then come play. back come back in two days and play your your games as normal. Like there has to be something that's done here, and whether that's we want to meet with representatives we want to meet with local law enforcement whatever the case is i think the nba now has to the nba players have to now set the precedent of this is how a sports league essentially and how athletes need to further this conversation and get the change that needs to happen in our country that's the that's the only thing that can be done uh Let's get into last call, everybody. It's been a long show, uh, but I, I feel like that was uh, that was important for us to talk about that. I needed. I, I feel like we definitely needed to address that. Uh, we want to thank more labs. Uh, I will absolutely be getting one of these morning recoveries tonight because oh, I'm yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Drew is off the chains at this point. <laughs> I've had I've had a beer this whole time, and I'm sitting here trying to hold it in because. I'm going to just break out to the bathroom after this. Uh, <laughs> head on over to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS and get 20% off your entire order. Uh, hook them up. More Labs, their miracle drug. They will help you wake up in the morning, help you focus, help you get to sleep at night. Hit them up, morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. Also, be sure to rep the show. Head on over to craftrootsports.com slash shop. We got our new uh, our new shirt that Scott announced last week. Nuggets, please, is up there. I'm rocking a Dinger Slinger shirt. The Do That Hockey shirt's there. More entertaining than baseball or soccer shirt. And if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, our golf shirt is available. Uh, be sure to hit all of those up. Head on over to craftrootsports.com slash shop and, uh, and, and get all of your gear. This week, we had a, a couple different beers. Uh, good Lord, I am a mess over here. I don't even have the beers <laughs> on the screen. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, I was drinking Sad Panda from House and Dragon Brewing Company. Uh, Drew was drinking uh, Abuse of Stout. And Scott was drinking Chocolate Cinnamon Roll from Braxton Labs. We were rating these beers on the Batman scale. Uh, and I, I felt like Scott was a little hating on my scale from Clooney all the way up to Bale. No, no, no! I wasn't. I was fine with your scale. That was your boy Drew. Well, but but you said you kind of gave me some attitude about Keaton potentially being the best Batman. Uh, but yeah, let's there see. Was, there was a little disagreement about who the best was. I'm pretty sure as far as Batman. But I, I'm gonna let's, go ahead and jump in here. Yeah, and go ahead, Drew. I think this this beer to be was an Adam West because this was a high quality beer. It was delicious. It was a little funky, but at the end of the day, you had a damn good time. Also, uh, as you were sipping that, I just saw bam, pow, uh, from exactly, that ABV. Like, that's what it was. Yeah. Like it was that kind of beer where it was boozy. It wasn't terribly boozy, but it's also hard to hide twelve percent. So, to me, the abusive stout was an Adam West. Uh, Scott, where did chocolate cinnamon roll rank for you? 
Where's Rachel? <laughs> if Christian Bale is at the top of your scale for Batman, then I'm going at the very top. This has got me speaking in a deeper voice for no particular reason. Uh, chocolate cinnamon roll. It, it, it was another week where I looked and I'm like, holy crap, this beer is gone and we've got about an hour left of this show. Fantastic beer. So, uh, yeah, get you some chocolate cinnamon roll if you ever Dude, Sad Panda definitely hit that Christian Bale level for me. The coffee flavor on that was so good. There was just a little bit of vanilla in it. It wasn't like a coffee stout that was overpowering with the coffee flavor. Like sometimes you have a coffee stout and you're like, okay, that tasted like an iced coffee. This was just a perfect... It was. Uh, I saw a check-in from Untapped from our, our friend uh, John Hicks, who had said this was like the perfect representation of the style, and I would 100% agree. This was like one of the best coffee stouts I've ever had. Just enough coffee flavor that wasn't overpowering, but man, was it good. So I am also putting this one as a Christian Bale, because uh, I love it. And you can get yours at Beer Drop. Head on over to BeerDrop.com. Uh, Actually, go to CraftRootSports.com slash Beer Drop, and you can order some Sad Panda directly from them. Uh, this has been Last Call, brought to you by... I can't find it. Whatever. You know who, you know who it's from. Dugout Mugs? Dugout mugs, more labs, whoever, more labs, somebody, whatever. boss man, beers. I don't know. We got too many this goddamn is, sponsors say, on the like, show. We've got like, there's like three options here. And I, I got this so This has many. been brought to you by all of our great sponsors. How about Go that? check them all out. All you got to do, go to craftresource.com That's and right. click on the sponsors tab and you can check out all of our great sponsors. Uh, we got all the links to all of them. Uh, and also while you're there, go buy some shirts because they are fucking sweet. Look at this. They're also stupid comfy. I cannot wait for oh, that, that Terry it's very comfortable uh, fellas this has been a, a damn fine show I uh, I appreciate you guys I hope you know that I, I'm excited to see how the rankings hold up but, uh, I, we oh, revisit them the come January I mean we got to do that a couple gotta, times right we, we got to do that a couple times check in on those, right? like, well that was our preseason rankings we'll revisit it after week rankings, one yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see where everybody moves up after re- week one uh, thank right. you guys so much for tuning in thank you for hanging out with us on this extended episode of Craft Brood Sports be sure to like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Craft Sports like the YouTube page uh, and be sure to subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcasts we're on all of them you have no idea how much those ratings and reviews help us so do us a favor go right now leave us a five-star rating uh leave us a review subscribe even if you don't listen to it just subscribe it helps us out subscribe rate and review wherever you get those podcasts thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh we will see you guys all next week peace we out